All right, folks, and we're back. How you doing? How y'all doing? How you doing? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Howdy, howdy, y'all. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the way it should be. That's, right? that's yeah, yeah, from you the guys last just came back from Texas. Man. That's right, Texas. That's right. Howdy, y'all. Yeah, Texas. Uh, yeah, so it's good to be back, home base. Mm-hmm. A month uh, Back to the studio a, or month. garage well, or whatever you want to call it. It's not my fault. It is your fault. It's not my you fault. You could have made it work. It's, it's not You chose fault. not to. No, you chose to go to Europe. You chose, chose not to. Yeah, okay. No. <laughs> make it sound like that's a big problem. What's the matter here over here? All Anyways, right. we've been gone for a long time. Yeah, this been uh, we're we're supposed to do a a show episode. Tim, you mentioned it, but something happened with Paul. I don't, I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, exactly. He canceled. He canceled. But, but either we, way, you guys ended up doing a show in Texas, kind of. Yeah, like midnight. <laughs> yeah, midnight show, midnight <laughs> special, midnight special. Yeah, I was worried they were going to shut shut off the lights on us, right? Because they, of how, yeah. how late we ran. But yeah, because half of the the. Um, not paddock, but half of the um, garage, the, the yeah. pit garage, whatever you call it, was dark. Yeah. So. But uh, for everybody that doesn't know, let's explain why we haven't been around for a month. Because they've missed us so much. Well, uh-huh. the two people. Uh-huh. The two people. You two people. You two people. I am so sorry <laughs> that, that you two missed We've us. left you. We've left you, but we're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's just get into it and talk about um, LS Fest Texas. Yeah, well, yeah, I, think, I think, no, I mean, oh, I'm start. sorry, Vegas, Vegas, I'm yeah, sorry. So, well, let's, here, did you get the pictures? Before we get into the, so, with what, um, let me look see, at a vehicle for, um, was that before we left? That was Vegas? before we went to Vegas. Oh, okay. Uh, so, let me know if you got them. Uh, I, I, s- well, I see two photos here. Okay, there we go. There are two photos. The first photo I'm going to want you to show will be the, well, anyway, let me, let me set the scene. My, my son is looking for a, a car to build slash maybe drift someday um so he saved up some money he's got some money we he's looking at sc 300s and we went back and forth like should he buy a car that's like blown motor and get a shell for like a thousand bucks or should he buy something that already has a swap done and then we started asking different people for pricing on how much a swap would go for and i told him you're probably better off buying a car that already has a swap done Chances are you're always gonna, already going to have the front mount in a cooler. You may possibly get one with an angle kit. And just for the money, and, and you already have it, then you can just kind of build off that, provided it was swapped well, right? Anyhow, I found a guy that was getting rid. It wasn't a swapped, but it was the NA2J, and it was turbocharged. I was like, well, you can start off with that. You can always pull the motor and swap in either a, a turbo uh, GTE engine, it won't be it won't be hard. You just basically swap it in and out. Car looked good. I think the guy wanted like eight thousand. He was willing to take like seventy five hundred for it. So we went down to Miami Springs. Go down there. Big storm comes in. It's raining, and we're kind of like, well, we'll take a look at it. Brand new paint job. Paint job looked good. Car yeah. looked pretty good sitting there. Um, stock suspension. Walking around the car, I'm looking at it. I'm like, hey, this car hasn't been moving for a while because the brakes look all rusty, so you can't yeah, like hasn't yeah, been yeah. driving it. Oh, my. And then um, we, uh, anyhow, we walk around the car. Paint looks good. Everything's looking good for the most part. And um, I was even shaking, like, trying to see if the the, um, the, the bearings were bad, you know, so yeah. I was trying to wiggle the wheels and yeah. stuff. For the most part, the car looks solid. It was a Florida car. Didn't have any rust on it. Popped the engine bay. The turbo kit. Like the intercooler was crooked, like it, it wasn't done well. I thought that was in style. 
Uh, yeah. Crooked yeah, Crooked Yeah, Crooked yeah. Yeah, Crooked Intercoolers. What was I thinking? It yeah. probably was a style. Anyhow, so I asked the guy, I asked the guy some questions. I was like, oh, how's it? He was like, oh, I've had it for about four years. I bought the car, boosted already. I'm like, all right, well, he hasn't abused it because it started right up. No smoke at the tailpipe. It was cold. There was no oil underneath the engine. Motor, underneath the motor looked dry. Everything looked pretty good on yeah. that end. Then, um, How come he wasn't driving it, though? Like He had another car. He had like two other cars, oh. and um, I don't know why he wasn't driving it. He was just, Weird. he was going to, I don't know. He had the whole, you know, everybody has this, their story. Their story. Right. And so I get in the car. Well, Josh gets in, and he's like, I don't know about the brakes. So I get in the car, and I'm like, I'm sitting, and I go, the brakes go all the way to the floor. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm not going to drive this. Yeah. I'm not going to take it for a test drive. And um, it was raining, and then the rain stopped. And the guy's like, no, I'll take it for a drive. He goes, yeah, the pedal was all in. He goes, he goes, but it breaks. You know, I, I drive it every once in a while in the neighborhood. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just go around the block. Um, so I get in the car. AC works piping, ice cold AC. But I asked him, I was like, well, how much are you boosting? He's like, I'm boosting zero pounds. I'm like, what? Zero pounds? He's like, yeah. He goes, it's basically. just for looks. It's just for, well, he said, he goes, it's, it, it's got stock power. It's, I have, I'm not boosting anything. I'm boosting zero pounds. I'm like. What? Okay, that's odd, right? Yeah, just put it, I like I like a little back pressure, so I put a turbo. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. I like a little back pressure, right? I like a little back, it, a little back pressure. Uh, yeah, I thought that little, was odd. Little, little restriction little, on yeah, the intake. Yeah. Too. Anyways, you know, likes it for show, but the t- turbo kit didn't really look that great. Anyhow, I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll take it for a ride because he was adamant that I take it for a ride. <coughs> so I get in the car, and the pedal goes all the way. So I start pedal goes all the way down to the floor. So I'm like, let me check the e-brake. E-brake worked great. Like as soon as I started rolling, I hit it and, and the car stopped really yeah, easy. So, so like, I was like, well, I got the e-brake at least. Yeah. So I'm driving. Until the cable up. snaps. Yeah, until the cable <laughs> snaps, right? <laughs> then I just throw it in park. It was, it was automatic. Oh, it was automatic. Yeah, it was automatic. Oh, um, oh. Anyhow, so I pull out the driveway and I make a left and I hear. And do you have the first picture? Uh, well, I got. There should be two. The first picture was the car. Oh, you okay? All right, so I that gotcha. that so show the first picture. Oh, we don't. Oh, can we? That. Hang on, oh, hang on, hang on. Oh, hang they on. haven't seen they, it. They haven't seen it yet. Hang okay, on. so it, I literally make a left turn out go. of the driveway, and the front wheel falls off, and the car just sits on the ground. I, the paint is really nice on that, but you can see how much bond. Yeah, you see how much bond. See that? See the house with the two cars? That's his house. Oh. My son and the guy and his wife were standing on the front porch talking. They saw me pull out of the driveway, and then they heard a noise because. The tire fell off. Go to the next picture. It rolled into the lake. <laughs> so, the, so the tire, I, I, I make the left, and the car douche dives down in the front. And I look out the passenger side window, and I see the wheel go splash right into the actual it's canal, and it just starts floating down the canal. He lost, he lost his wheel. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wow. yeah. Uh, my, you know, needless to say, um, we didn't buy the car. And mm-hmm. I really felt bad for him because it didn't float close to our side of the yeah. um, the canal. It floated to the like down the middle, yeah. and it just kept going. Yeah. Um, then I just told the guys like, uh, "Yeah, I'll let you know." Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I couldn't take it for a test drive. He under, he was nice. He understood, and thankfully, I had my my jack on me, my low jack. Yeah. Because I was able to get help him get a wheel back on the car uh, okay. and get it back in the driveway. And then, of course, when I looked it up. Uh, a few days later, the car was still for sale. He put the stock wheels back on because he yeah. has like some chrome wheels, and he put on their uh, wife backed into the, the car. <laughs> wife backed into the car. That's where the damage is from. Anyhow, needless to say, we didn't buy that car. He's still looking for something. Seems like the best deals are like up in northern Florida. 
Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, like yeah, there's there's a couple gotta, cars for like 13 grand that you can get to have angle kits. No, and already- it's kind of like so. I just recently picked up uh, a um, an LM, uh, It's an Iron Block LS Gen three, um, but it was uh, it was rebuilt with um, it was bored out to a five seven. Mm-hmm. So oh. now it's a five seven. Um, and it has uh, Wise Coast pistons and forged rods. Oh, nice. Um, but this guy, he had it um, up for sale for a long time. You kind of tagged me in it and yeah. said, hey, look at this. And I already talked to him before about it, and it's just been up for a while. But this is another you know case of being in the, a bad area and not being able to get what you're asking for it because – I was able to talk him down to well, with removing some parts I didn't need. I'll talk him down to two thousand dollars for uh, rebuilt a rebuilt charger. Yeah, long block basically. Um, a built long block because it has rods and pistons. Yeah, it's re- well, it's rebuilt. All the bearings are new. Yeah. So plus it has uh, rods and pistons. So right. and oh, also it actually has ported heads with um stainless steel valves so oh, it's so it's got a lot you don't of work really need to do to anything to the there's nothing i need to do other than and it's got a cam in it too oh it's got a but it's got a radical cam in it oh um, that's so I'm, cool uh, well i'm taking that out <laughs> oh, why? It's, why? A, it's a radical it's too radical that'll sound pretty cool no it's made for na so i need to get a i want to get a torquey cam maybe get somebody that'll trade you uh i'm specking i I was talking to Chris because Chris is going to have Chris has very similar, but his is like a six zero. Um, he's got a the uh, cam that I think I'm going to use mm-hmm. the same cam as him because he's he's making about six seventy five. Okay, yeah, with his setup, and uh, I'm probably going to do like the stage lower than him because mm-hmm. I really want to keep the torque. Yeah, you know, because I'm not looking for the maximum amount of horsepower. Right, right. But again, like I said, it was for two thousand dollars. They would get a pretty much a built. Uh, long block mm-hmm. that is just going to be yeah, but you uh, could sell that cam to somebody. Yeah, I'm sure I could sell the cam. So I'm gonna or maybe you can find somebody to trade. For, maybe it's, no. I doubt I'm because I can't find the cam that I want on on oh um, used okay. used. So that would that would be a difference. So hmm. so it's yeah, it's that thing. But when I went up there, it's like it's in the middle of nowhere, right? And there's like nothing around here, and I'm like, geez, no wonder this can't sell because it's just out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> so hmm. it was uh, it was cool. So. Yeah, so that brings us to why we've been gone for so long. Yeah. We yeah. Uh, went out to LS Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, LS Fest Vegas. This is the, that was the first round of the LS Fest, kind mm-hmm. of, or I don't know if you want to call it round, but mm-hmm. what do they call it? First stop of the tour. First stop of the tour. There, there we go. go. Um, and I came along with you guys because you guys talked so greatly about uh, LS East, which was Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So uh kind of came along and what you need to um we're going to need you in Kentucky. So you need to make plans to go. Yeah, I'm definitely going whether okay. the car goes or not. I don't okay. know. Okay. All right. Just make it sure. Yeah. People know. People so now know. now now you got to commit. People know. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm definitely going to go. It's forever engraved yeah. onto the internet. It just a, it depends if the car's going to He wants to be able to have the car finished and actually I like to bring it out there. Drive the the the, uh, the practice day, day the on Sunday. Fun, the little fun area. Okay. The fun day they do on Sunday cuz he's not going to have time to cage the car. Yeah. Uh, so he won't be able to do the competition, but it'd be nice to go out there and drive the car and, and drive and the like represent drift yeah, sessions and absolutely. stuff like that. Maybe yeah. have a wrap too by then. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. And then it'd be cool because um, a lot of guys actually leave on Saturday. Yeah. So Sunday you get a lot of seat time. I think it's like two hours or something I had to get, which is which is 
plenty. It's mainly just to bring the car out and just have some representation, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, you can still park it. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. A, yeah, we could put it. Maybe we get a Drift Sessions tent by then. Maybe that'd be yeah, nice. And put it underneath the Drift Sessions tent. Yeah. We can have to do something. Yeah, okay. Well, that's. But anyway, so kind of talk about LS, uh, Las Vegas. Okay. I guess we can talk about we kind of all came. Well, you guys went together to fly up, but I came up separately. I had to take a 10-hour trip. You guys had to take a five-hour trip. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. How, how was that experience, Paul? So, yeah, that was interesting. So I'm I'm trying to save some money because I'm, I jumped on the train last minute and I couldn't uh, afford the uh, $1,000 tickets to follow you guys in the same plane. Mm-hmm. So I, I got a uh, layover flight that got me to Las Vegas around the same time as you guys did. But my flight left at 8 o'clock in the morning. And your flight left at 1 p.m. <laughs> yeah. And we both got to Las Vegas. Same time. At the same time. Almost exactly the same time. Two so. different terminals. <laughs> same time, which was confusing. Yeah, which, where where yeah. are you? Right by there. He's like, well, I'm here. I don't see you guys. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah, Las Vegas has like tons of different buildings for uh, different um, airlines. Tons airlines. Two, I think, right? No, there's three. Oh, it's three. Oh, there three. were three. Okay. Yeah, there were three hmm. different uh, terminals. Um and they're they're really big too. Yeah. So it was it was pretty interesting. But um yeah, so we get there and uh I try to find you guys at the rental and well, we found well you got there after we did. Yeah, you, you got I, to the rental I got car. To you got the, the rental, rental car. car. You guys are already walking. You guys are already at the rental car and yeah, I come right. walking up. And what do I see? Yeah. Oh yeah, let me get uh, get this prepped up for yeah, you guys. Yeah. So, Ben being the Clownly is. Thought it would be a good idea. No, it's, it's not up. Go ahead. Uh, you want to talk about it or you want to just play I don't, it? I didn't really want to talk about it. Cause, oh, there it is. Okay. But yeah, it's there. Anyhow, we, we get to the airport. We fi- finally get to the rental car facility, hangar, garage. We walk out to the car. I should have known something was up because Ben had like this little smirk. Smirk. Little yeah, you know, spring in like, a step. <laughs> little spring in a step. Little smirk. <laughs> And um, well, let, let me just uh, play oh, this so, okay, so go ahead, play everybody it. can see what's going on. I think so. This is us looking for our vehicle. I did the same thing. I'm trying to find you guys. D12? Yeah. What number is it? D1. Oh. D3. Could have been that van. I, I walk slow. I'm usually in the back. It's a lot of cars, huh? Tim is like, yeah, well, it's right there. It's not a Tesla. <laughs> no, you didn't get a Tesla. You got a Tesla? Oh, God. That's why I didn't mind the other one, because I was like, well, at least now we don't have to. my life. <laughs> <laughs> you did not get a Tesla. <laughs> and I come around the corner I right told around him this, this time, right? this might be a problem. But he sure as hell wanted to mess with you guys. <laughs> Here I am carrying his luggage, and what does he do? He gets a Tesla. Oh yeah. man! Well, I came around right around the corner right after that too. Man, and that like, was he got a Tesla. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, so let's just talk about the Tesla for a second. We had to charge about six times. We spent about two and a half to three hours charging. Right. The stupid thing. How many on times a weekend on a weekend? And how many times do we have to? And we really didn't have to get gas twice. We went through a quarter tank of gas. The whole weekend with the, if the, we, if uh, we had the a, Chevy, no, the Chevy Equinox that we got oh, in Texas. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. It, it, that was a waste of time. 
You literally wasted our time. You know what I'm it sorry. was? I and found he could barely fit in a vehicle. And poor Diana, she couldn't escape the heat. She was dying in the back seat. <laughs> and I know she told you about that. Yeah, she did. Because you can't the the, the roof is glass and you can't well, do anything about uh, it. Let's, let's, and uh, it was 102 degrees out there. Right. Which sucks. It was hot yeah, as hell. Did. But uh, let me just, um, I, I did want to bring this up because, again, I, I want to apologize to Mr. Paul over here because. Putting me in a tin can. Well, aside from the tin can, uh, the special features that uh, Tesla offered oh. evidently oh. Uh, put a strain on his marriage for a moment. Yeah, yeah. So, I did, so ugh, God, the stupid <laughs> car, you can put it in fart mode. So I'm trying to talk to my wife and and uh, you know have a, a conversation and all I hear is fart fart and fart and fart and fart fart, fart, fart and all, and then all laughing. this laughing and she's like what the hell is going on yeah. and it's just like I I don't know these guys have yeah, a car he, that farts he was and we got we got to charge it and I was stressed out yeah and it wasn't, wasn't yeah he was stressed he goes I, I, this is not funny this is not funny guys. Yeah. This is not cool. You're getting me in trouble with my wife. <laughs> I can't talk to my wife. I can't tell my daughter. I haven't, I haven't talked to them in 10, you know, all day. And here you guys are laughing and there's fart noises and I can't and concentrate. And, the and, my, and there's the, the screen is digging into my leg. I mean, <laughs> he, and you didn't get like the nicest. No. Like you, you could have like, got the, the you the, got uh, like, okay, one. we'll get a Tesla. Give me the lowest, the cheapest one you got. <laughs> the worst possible one you can the get. E- the eco. The yeah, that gets like 50 miles per charge. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and actually, you went more because there was a couple times where you went to charge a vehicle. At night. You went to go charge a vehicle. Okay, so wait, hold on a second. <laughs> he, we were at like, I think it was like like 60-something percent. He goes at night to charge the vehicle. He charges it to 90-something percent. He comes back, it has 80%. So he spent that whole trip, and he only got like 15 or 20% charge on. What a waste. It's You know what was funny, too? It's like, if you're going to buy a Tesla, don't buy it in Las Vegas. Because there's like no charging stations. And then they're packed. They're all packed. And they're all packed. And a bunch of freaking idiots sitting there inside their Teslas on their phones Thinking about oh well, I made such a great decision. <laughs> I made such a great decision. This is the best decision ever. I'm so glad I'm, I'm wasting an extra for 45 minutes. I'm so glad I'm wasting my life in 45 minutes in the car with all these other losers <laughs> in a parking lot doing absolutely nothing. It so was, I can say I'm saving the environment when I'm actually making the environment worse. It was painful. It was painful. How does it feel to ride on the backs of those little children that were mining oh, cobalt? How does that feel? God. There's a picture of we, you we don't in the mine, and they're like, we're here because this guy. We're here because this guy. And of course, there's you know some other language just cursing your name right now. We don't need to get to that point. Well, I, I just Maybe wanted, you'll think about it next time. I just wanted to share my experience with mm. you guys and a you know, great opportunity to We didn't to want do to that. share the experience. We but you did it against it our will. It was against our will. We had no choice of the matter. So here, here's the thing that I, I didn't take into account is that when I booked it, I was like, okay, it's just going to be us three, um, and it's not going to be a prom, whatever. We'll, we'll make some room. And we but then Paul joined the mix, and, and I'm like, I, and then I added, mm, a, I added, a, I added. I don't a, know how this is going to work. I added another bag to it. It was just an well. icing yeah. on the cake. Yeah, we didn't have too much room as far as luggage, and then this guy's. Buying superchargers. Other, buying superchargers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, oh, I, I didn't I, send you the video either. You no, no, oh, that's okay. I forgot it's to. It's fine. Oh, my bad. It's fine. But uh, so what kind of happened is like I'm in Las Vegas. One of the reasons that kind of wanted me to go to is that I'm, I've been looking for an LSA supercharger. And all the ones around here are like four grand, five grand, four grand, five grand. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. I'm like, let me see if anybody will ship one from somewhere else. And I, I see one in Las Vegas. For well, three grand, it's probably the only reason why he went. 
It was. <laughs> it was. It was one of the reasons. Yeah. So I'm like, I see this one in Las Vegas. I'm like, oh, they're going to Las Vegas. I bet you this guy's going to be close to where we're going to be at. And now that you found out, Las Vegas is actually really small. So oh, if yeah, you're it's in crazy. Vegas, you're close. Yeah, right. yes. Yeah, so that's another thing. Is like I'm used to Florida where, you know, kind of, you know. You can be in South Miami or you could be in West Palm Beach. Yeah, and, and you just think of Las Vegas as this very big place and, we get there and it's just like, oh, you can drive across Las Vegas in forty five minutes and yeah. leave from one end to the other with traffic. With traffic, there's yeah. like no traffic too. Like I didn't see any. Like there's no not not like here. Not really. Not no. like here. So it, it was pretty interesting. But um, yeah. So I see the ad. I'm like, okay, hey, I'm gonna be in Las Vegas for Alice Fest. Are you you, you available? And uh, will you do this amount of money? And he's like, yeah, no problem. Uh, let me know when you're coming in, and, and I'll, I'll see if I can stop over your hotel and bring it to you. So I tell him I'm here, give him the hotel address, and, yeah, sure enough, I end up buying a LSA supercharger with the upgraded um, lid, and uh, he ended up giving me um, a uh, – uh, oh, it also has an upgraded pulley on it, and he gave me a um, – a throttle body as well. Right. Uh, he threw that in. So it was it was pretty cool. It's for a real good price. And now I'm like, oh shoot, now I gotta bring this back with me. How am I gonna do this? Yeah, and we're wheeling we're wheeling the, the supercharger through the casino. Yeah. And on the on the cart. On that, the luggage cart that they only had two, we decided to borrow it for three days. We borrowed it for three days. <laughs> Which I didn't think they were gonna miss until we went to go to leave and they were like, No, there it is. Yeah, oh, he was like, that, Yeah, he, he like he came out us. like as soon as, like, as, soon as he was, we saw he came out, he's like, Oh, that's where that's been. <laughs> He's like, we've been looking for this. Yes, yeah. He's, we've been we're looking like, for this. Oh, okay, yeah, well, sure. Sorry, should looked at your cameras, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you you could have followed us all in the room. You would clean the room, you know. I know. Um, yeah, it's not oh, our no. fault. Yeah, so they should I, have more than two. So I found out trying to bring something that big and that heavy and that delicate back is really stressful on a plane because. I'm watching this as I'm, I'm. I, you know, we went and we went to home, we went to Walmart and bought a, a piece of luggage that it could fit in, which Walmart obsessed like really expensive for some really for, crappy luggage. Yeah, I was actually like a hundred bucks for the was 110. for hundred ten dollars for a bag, and I'm like I'm kind of like man, I should have just for it was a hard case luggage, big you know suitcase. But, it wasn't it wasn't a bag. No, it wasn't. A it bag. was a hard case. Um, suitcase. So we bought that. And we bought some uh, saran wrap, or no, we bought no. A, you uh, bought uh, bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. I should have bought saran wrap, and uh, and a uh, I bought a roll of tape, duct tape. Well, I didn't buy enough duct tape. Well, because you got it at the gas station. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the problem. But anyways, I tried to put it together. Got it in the got it in the um, in the suitcase. Put uh, only was able to put one thing of duct tape around it, and I just was very scared. Mm-hmm. That it was gonna pop open like a pinata, and <laughs> yeah. And as I'm as we're at the as we're at the airport, and I'm trying to see, hey, do they have any saran wrap? Any way to kind of wrap this thing up? I'm watching this lady throw the luggage that's being checked at the conveyor belt like it's just like a, a hacky sack. Well, and she's just boom. Well, yeah, because they're accustomed to yeah, they're being throwing stuff around and like, oh, being like twenty pound, like ten yeah, pounds not, or not something. Freaking seventy pounds. She wasn't throwing that. Well, no, when, yeah, but I'm still like, I'm like, oh my god, this is the way it's going to get treated. This thing is going to get destroyed. Luckily, we we made it to the other side. It did break. The, the handle broke off. Yeah, but what, I, did something break? You said something broke on the actual... Uh, yeah, but that was a little piece of plastic. Oh, uh, okay. But uh, the actual uh, supercharger came out fine. Everything turn, still turns fine. Everything is okay. is fine. It was just a the little uh, control solenoid um, that's plastic for the... Uh, 
opens the bypass that, oh, that okay. broke off. My question is, would you do it again? No. No. <laughs> I would not do it again. That was too, too much stress. It was like, <laughs> no. that's a lot of money to spend that could be lost, damaged, destroyed. I'm like, what was I thinking? But well, it was a story. Yeah. And I always have that story of how that uh, supercharger came here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just... I. I thought it was hilarious that, like, throughout the whole process, I was thinking, like, oh, it's got to break here. No, it's got to break there. No, it's got to break here. <laughs> and yeah. it ends up breaking, like, right when we're loading it up to Tim's truck. That's yeah. when the handle That's breaks. That's the handle snaps off. Yeah. Well, you, like, try to huff it on, and you're like, rawr, and it popped right off. I'm like, why did you do that? It's kind of like... Because uh, I was it, trying to tell him this, you know, take it easy like on and return it. It's kind of yeah. like the Blues Brothers in the in the police car when they when they end up, when they finish, and then they just pull up to the building at and the end the of the movie, apart. and the whole damn thing falls apart. Yeah, yeah that's kind of what happened. Yeah. But, yeah. um, yeah, it was so... I got the supercharger home. Uh, now I got a motor, so it's about putting it... It's all coming together now. All the pieces, so, all are, the pieces are aligned. Together. So. so what was your opinion of, because I, I've been to Vegas before a couple of years ago or a year or so ago, and I, not, not nothing wrong. If you live in Vegas, I don't mean this <laughs> in, any, in any negative way, but I would not want to live in Vegas. It's just, no. it's one, it's it's hot. I mean, it's hot down here. But, no, but, it's but, different. but, it's but there's different not a lot of business for you, though, because one of the things that stood out as we were driving around immediately, you guys are like, look at those AC units. No, there's a lot of business, actually. There's AC units everywhere. I do. We do air conditioning. But they don't they don't they they don't rot like they do here. They Yeah, they last a little longer. They don't have that salt water that that they don't um, have any salt water. in the air. Yeah, That's the problem. Water. Hey, they, how about that? When we were looking at that uh, that cardboard um, uh, water cooler. <laughs> that yeah, was staying car, together. It, it, it was, I was like, well, so yeah, but I no, I asked, but no, dude. I'm sorry. Bring that to here. It would not stay together. Yeah. Bring that cardboard water cooler here to Florida, and it would not stay together. Yeah. But anyhow, it's it's not so much that. It's just it's honestly it's kind of depressing because everything is just yeah. brown. Everything's uh, brown. And somebody thought it was a great idea to paint the house the same color as the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like we got brown dirt. We got brown houses. We got brown mountains. brown mountains and. Everything's brown, and it's just it's depressing. It really yeah, is. Well, no. for me, I'm used to being everything green and Colors. rainforest and tropical climate. Um, I don't even go to the beaches, so I care less about the beaches. Now, they had palm trees there, but that was the only thing green that they had. Yeah. And the poor little trees that they did have were like, you're <laughs> <laughs> only getting water. No, man. Um, I, I couldn't adjust to the, I couldn't adjust to the, how dry it was. Yeah, my, like my nose, my nose was, was like yeah. this, like, crusty dry dust all over the yes, place yeah. like it was yeah. bad it was but bad, uh man. good place to visit but i don't do casinos so there's really no reason for me to go there i could see like living like i loved utah i mean that's brown and everything like that but i think maybe because of the mountains and stuff mm. um but no you, some you good go, restaurants go, i think we had some good food at the restaurants you go there to go to the casinos go yeah. to the strip that i can see that yeah stay in the casino all day and then spend the night out in the strip it fun, wasn't bad at night fun to people watch yeah, fun people. Yeah, we, we got to see Rick yeah. in the oh, middle of the night. Oh my god, that Rick. guy. Yeah, you remember the guy that walked real like he looked like he was frozen in time. How do you know, how do you know we call him his name is Rick? Because he looked like Rick Sanchez from Oh, uh, yeah, he, yes, he did. Yeah, You're he looked right. Like Rick, he looked like <laughs> I Rick didn't Sanchez. think about that. And man, yeah. he could walk fast. Yeah, it was like doop, 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 like we're like the guy standing there. Oh, this guy's on meth. I mean, he's 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 just barely on the hanging side of the road. There. Yeah, light turns green. I I never seen a guy move. I never seen a guy walk so fast. In yeah, such great so, form that looked like like you just rolled out of a dumpster, uh, a dumpster, yeah, 
Looks like a tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> basically, basically. Like. But, but uh, uh, yeah, I, but, I don't know. But aside from that, that that whole occasion was a bit a hilarious. Like for me, it was because it seemed like you guys did not want to take part in. The I didn't photo want. I saw what whatsoever. Was, oh, to, and that one lady hit on me. Remember? Oh um, yeah, I was dead tired. That was a hit on. No, she go. No. She yeah. She came to me. And she goes, "You're really cute." I'm like, "She did." Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, you're." Oh, really, that's what happened. Yeah. Oh. I go. You're really drunk. I thought she was. Uh, I thought she was like trying to show you something in her hand. I don't know what. Uh, she was. Maybe she all, was. All, I didn't look at her hand, but I was really tired and I wasn't happy. You were angry. <laughs> I, I, was, I was angry because I'm like, I don't. I hate people. Just I don't riding be in the people. Tesla all night. This wanna, was first. Just, we were riding in the Tesla all maybe night. Maybe it was the Tesla that was making me not ah. like. Maybe if if I got in a nicer vehicle, what, a suburban or something. Suburban or something that yeah, burns like a lot of fuel. Like web man, that would have been nice no. to be cruising around in a big ass suburban. Yeah. Nope, that wasn't our story. Was it? Was there? Is there anything positive that you could say about the car? Anything positive about what the Tesla? About the Tesla? Anything the, the positive? It's quiet. The light show. The light, the light show. show. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but that's like that's not that's what. Yeah. What about the autopilot? Take into account that yes, no, it, it, yeah, it, no, it, it's a late breaking freaking autopilot. <laughs> that, you were even <laughs> you were even freaking out because you're like it's not breaking, it's not breaking, it's not breaking, <laughs> and it's not smooth. And then there's no lines. You guys don't paint lines on your road in Vegas. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, what was up with what that? Is, yeah, what is up with that? There's no well, lines on the road. Yeah, there's like there's no freaking lines in Vegas. Like everybody just is this a three lane road? Is this a four lane road? Is it a two lane road? Is, is this a one way? One way? <laughs> uh, we don't know. Lines. Yeah, uh, I, that was one of those things where I was like, um, am I conf- if I'm confused, I don't know how this car is gonna handle it with the autopilot system. Yeah. But did the I- only time the only time that it did trip out was when we were exiting Hoover Dam, and that was because the way how the lane widened up and how the lines were painted, it just like really tripped up the system. <laughs> And it kind of like wanted to like Tripped veer the off. System. How many times did you look in the screen and you saw a semi coming right in front of us and there was no semi? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no semi. Yeah, it thought there was one. Semi. Of oh, wait, <laughs> where is that? It's on the screen there, but it's <laughs> invisible semi. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing positive about that vehicle. Because so, this thing, if there was anything positive, there's so many negatives about it that it just, it, it, it cancels out. It's like if you're drowning, right? And you're like, okay. Oh, dude, the key. That was a pain. That you was ridiculous. You can't even from unlock the, from, the, from the this. You have to side. scan the card you on have the side. Go around yeah. the driver's side to unlock the car. Yes. You have to swipe it every time you leave. Uh, my God. Yeah, it was. Pull it back towards you, man. Yeah, yeah. be comfortable. It's like you're you're you got two concrete shoes on. You're underneath the water, and they say, "Well, we'll take one concrete shoe off. Will that help you?" No, I'm still drowning. It still sucks. I'm still gonna die. There's nothing good about it. Zero. <laughs> well. There were, the one thing that was good is is Las Vegas Motor Speedway. That that was that was a pretty cool. Place. That made it worth yeah. it. The, the jets really and everything. Nice. The jets. Was the jets flying over. The drag strip was really nice. Um, Didn't see any the of those. The dirt track was really cool. The we had to go north, Tim. Yeah. No, they, you you haven't seen some of the footage where they actually the UFOs were above the casinos and people were out there taking videos on. They actually hover on the casinos. Oh. I'd have to check that later. Yeah, I got it. What were you saying, Paul? <laughs> what did we get to talk about UFOs? Because I didn't see any. Oh well, that's what I was hoping. For. Too many jets flying around. Ah, um, that was off. that was pretty insane. All the jets flying around, but no, it just the track was really nice. That was pretty cool. You know, I think it would be a better way to organize that 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 uh, event. But I mean, as far as the the layout, need an expo center. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree that um, at it being. Um, since I've been to Kentucky, Vegas, and Texas, I will say Vegas 
as far as event organization where everything is put, I think needs some work. Just needs a little revamp. Yeah, yeah. I, the the track where they had the drifting. I mean, that's easy. They had a big big paddock barricaded off with uh, K rails, and then they had the uh, food trucks on one side. That was fine, but it just didn't seem cohesive. Like I didn't really see the car show. It seemed like it was all over the place. And then they had like I don't know. I just think that I re- I think actually if they would have took if they would took the drift paddock and moved it about oh I would probably seventy five feet towards the, the back of the bleachers, the yeah. grandstands. They could have um, people could have sat like underneath kind of some shade, and they could have put the food trucks there as well. And it, it would have, I think it would have given it in a more like busier hey, vibe, yeah, yeah, like compact yeah. everything. Because there's a lot of people, but it's so spread out. Right. Um, which I guess some people probably like because you don't want to be all, you know, claustrophobic. Yeah, but I think what you uh, to your point, it would have helped that it was if it was a little bit more tighter. So that way then when people want to go over from like drifting to the dyno or to the burnout, Right. They don't have to walk a long distance right. because it's just right there. You just pop in, uh, like Kentucky like in a way. Oh, yeah. Anyways, we'll get but, to that. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I agree. They could have probably moved the burnout box a little closer. That might have got annoying for the drift guys, right? Or put it on the side. But it just, I, I, I didn't think it was um, cohesive. Like I thought it was kind of like sporadic all over the place. Mm. Well, the vendors being in the back and the front was a little confusing to me that there's like a vendor row all the way around. Mm-hmm. But that was a little confusing. But either way, it was it was it was interesting. It was it was nice to see all those drivers. It was nice to see Rome and some people we know yeah. out there. Yeah. Um uh, Ben Hobson and um a lot of a lot of faces we we know but a lot of new faces we don't. Um and see all their cars and see Kind of how they have, they have, even though they're all kind of from different areas around there, they have, they seem to all know each other and have a camaraderie. So, yeah. Um, a lot of, they had some drift teams out there too, which was pretty cool. It was cool to get to meet some um, people. Yeah. So, a lot of, a lot of cool cars, a lot of cool drivers. And, um, well, was, Tim, uh, Tim was, pointed out the best dressed team, uh, the Schaefer's. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, that, that was really that cool. Was... They had a cool setup. The, the team colors and the car and everything, yeah, it worked out well. But the battles were really good, I think. I think most of the battles were really good uh, as far as the tandem. Yeah, I think the battles were much closer, but that is because of the track layout. Yeah. It's basically an open lot, parking lot layout versus Texas, where Texas was really fast. Mm-hmm. And it was much more complicated, but I guess we'll get to that in a minute. But Vegas was cool the event seemed to go very smoothly um it was loud for us those of you guys if you did watch the live stream thank you for you know watching the show if if you didn't ever watch the show before but that event was tough because we didn't have headsets i couldn't hear oh, myself the car right, was right. so loud yeah we could i couldn't even hear myself talk mm-hmm. um towards like one of the biggest headaches to deal with because yeah. the burnout box is right, like in right in front of right in front of us and we're yeah, just that like was, that was loud we're uh, we rely on one another to be able to like uh piggyback and and kind of hear like okay well what are you talking about so then add my two cents and you add it and so on and so forth but to then have all of that noise happening mm-hmm. and just kind of making us deaf in a sense because yeah. we couldn't hear exactly what was going on we're like uh how do we how do we know what you're gonna say what do we do and it was just uh that was just the first day right yes that was the first day for qualifying that 
noise made it very hard to have a dialogue with you. Right. And that's one of the things that we enjoy about the announcing is we get to, one, announce. Our goal is to educate the audience and try to shout out the drivers as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And then just be able to analyze the runs as well. So those are the, those are the drivers that are watching it um, can listen to what we're saying. Now, with that track, we were kind of almost directly opposite point. and didn't have the best vantage point. But if you listen to what we say, a lot of times you'll find that the judges... Um, I should probably say it this way. We know what the judges are looking for. We've known the judges long enough that we know what they're looking for. We've judged events before. So when we announce, some of the things we like to point out, too, is, listen, sometimes we hear the judges say they're looking mostly at this point, and we'll, we'll say that. This, this is right in front of the judges. This is where the drivers want to make sure they're on the clipping points or in deep in the zones or, or trying to attack and be most aggressive in these areas. And we try to make sure we talk about that. But when it was loud like that, yeah. I don't even know what I'm saying. That was rough. And and not only was that aspect of it rough, but also the fact that they, because of the track layout, by the time that they get past the midway point of Outer Zone 2, it was just so hard to determine exactly like what was happening. Because yeah. either, the I mean, obviously the, the distance smoke. was a problem, but the main problem was mm-hmm. just the smoke. Yeah. And then just to be able to tell exactly, well, how close did they get to the zones in mm-hmm. the inner clip, or I'm sorry, the inner touch and go uh, that was set up right before the start of Outer Zone 3, that was very difficult to be like, well, they got close or they, it got difficult to scrutinize that area of the run because we just couldn't really tell exactly what was gone what was going on over there. So yeah. there was a point in time where I was like, well, I couldn't tell exactly what happened. The only thing I could tell you is, is that Rome was uh, put a distance against uh, this, <laughs> this person, uh, such right. and such uh, by the time that they, they finished the run. So. Right. Yeah. Rome was really doing very well. Yeah, he was. Yeah. What would you, Paul, what would you say? Uh, give me I don't know, two or three highlights or most impactful moments for, the competition of the LS Fest Vegas. So uh, impactful to me was it was it wasn't it wasn't in like if you took the whole battle in whole it wasn't impactful. But I thought Shelly um, uh, Rudy Hansen's uh, oh, wife right. yeah, Shelley when she was I think she was against Odie I think it was against Odie yeah, I think so she did a follow on him I'm pretty sure that was just like wow. She is. I'm surprised how like on him she was and did well. The so that was impressive on how well she did there. Unfortunately, I don't know if something happened to the car. Just kind of got hyped up about that and just Mm -hmm. (laughs) threw off her lead run. But her lead run is where it suffered. But she did really well in the follow up position um, when she was following. I'm pretty sure it was Lodi on that on that. But that was uh, that was one thing. I was hyped up to see Ben Hobson in the new car. Yeah, so that was that was pretty cool was to cool. see Ben in a car that similar to his his original, you know, S14, but like really set up properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the, I guess a lot of I mean, a thousand horsepower, so he's got yeah. the power too. Yeah, and he looked like a rocket ship. It was just he looked very at home in the car, and it just it it looked like he was set to win from the beginning. So that was mm-hmm. exciting. 
Um, and just, you know, seeing all, I mean, kind of like I was at that time, I'm already starting to make the decision to go to an LS platform. Right, so right. it was kind of exciting too, to be like, okay, cool. I, I can be part of this. This is yeah, kind of solidified, you know, your decision. solidified my decision too, to like, kind of like, okay, you know, you don't have an LS in your car. So at least my car, we can, we can bring out to an event like that mm. and be allowed in. Yeah. Yeah. We're all inclusive. We're all inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> we have, so. we have turbos and, uh, we have inline sixes and V eights. Yeah. So, so, you know, so I, th- I thought that was, I think those are the key highlights, you know, and meeting the drivers too and getting to know them. It's like you meet new people, but it's, it's, it's new people, but same thing. Yeah. You get me? Yes. It's it's like you meet the new people. You're like you're wondering if it's going to be any different. But once you actually start talking to them, it's literally like every other drifting person you've ever met and talked to. That's interesting. It's the that's, same that's thing. That's an interesting takeaway. It's like yeah. you, when you when you end up and you just kind of get to know the person. It's like oh my god, it's it's just like talking to what's his name, you know, just like home. It's just, just, like, it's just, just like home. It's it's interesting. I think that's interesting in drifting. I don't know if it's that way in every because uh, I've never really been involved in other motorsports, but. Uh, cars. The, I mean, we were involved in the car show, and that's not that way. Drag racing uh, not that way. I don't know sure if drag racing was, but not. drifting is definitely like it seems like you could be meeting somebody new for the first time, but it once you get to know them and you pass that awkward stage, mm-hmm. you know it's it's the same as anybody else you deal with in the drifting community. So it's it's interesting. Mm. So Ben, now your turn. Give me two or three of your most impactful moments for LS Fest West Texas. I mean uh, Vegas. Um, one of them is the Tesla. The t- oh yeah, <laughs> Tesla, right. Uh, one I of them being least favorite. I said <laughs> most impactful. It was, impa- it was impactful. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was impactful positively yeah. in a positive way. Uh, one one of them was the um, the way how just the drivers or the crew would just come up to us and be like just handing us off oh, like information. Yeah. yeah. That and wasn't until they got to realize that we were there to really do that. They didn't yeah. know us. So yeah. once they found out that, hey, these guys are actually using, they want, the yeah, they're using information and they want to educate people. But yeah, right. that's good. That's a good point. And, and I think a tie into that is that what helped out was during the driver's meeting where uh, Nick was like, hey, like these guys, they're really. You know what? You know, let, me, let me add something to mine because okay. like, I do want to say is like another thing that was impactful is how how much nick supported us well thank How you m- for taking mine thing oh okay. no, no, okay. no no go ahead go ahead you speak to it you he's already talked you go uh essentially what paul said yeah just the way how he sort of um uh g- g- gave us importance yeah gave us a re- relevance towards it because it's one thing for us to kind of like and we've seen it before happen before where we go into a place and i mean we've seen it already time and time again but in, in different aspects of it where we go somewhere and they're like they don't who are know these us. guys what are these, what, and these like, old guys yeah exactly Oof. what are these fools up to is like <laughs> they shouldn't be here they should be at the drag strip side or something else i don't, I don't know what it is uh-huh. but um yeah for him to during the driver's meeting to let let the the drivers know like hey look listen like uh these guys are here to shout you guys out whatever information you have is like just you know fill it out just do help them so that way they can help you and um and yeah it sort of really helped to set the tone for mm-hmm. how the rest of the event was going to go like for us with the drivers with the relationship in, in regards to that because mm-hmm. at the beginning just going into it we were having to scramble around uh, tim and paul 
you guys have to go around and kind of like tell the drivers like, hey, look, listen, like we have a questionnaire, like please fill it out Mm -hmm. Um, because we didn't really get a lot of responses leading up to the event. So I was worried that we're just going to be like, well, four drivers are going to get like the full spectrum of like everything that we have laid out for them to answer. And everybody else will be like, well, here's so-and-so that's coming out in uh, 240. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. I mean, for all we know. I mean, Tim, you could, have, powered. you could have easily just come up with like several stories. And I know you're a man that can really come up, uh, you know, on the fly with some um, elaborate backgrounds that uh, really mm-hmm. captivates individuals. I mean, you've captivated. I mean, it was um, Steve-O. Steve-O. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I didn't do that because I didn't want to ruffle any feathers. So I tried to keep because they don't know me, and I, I think if it happens again, maybe I'll get a little more comfortable to do stuff like that. But you I was, did I was, in Texas, I I did in Texas. Yeah, uh, Dyson. Well, okay, so I just made a slogan for him. But right, anyways, right, we'll right. get to that when we get to Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, fin- finishing up with um with that, yeah. So it was it was just great to hear that, and and it was flattering, and uh, very appreciative of it. And f- off of that, and I think combined with them hearing us out on the uh, on the speakers and just listening to like oh hey like mm-hmm. you know we're pointing out the sponsors uh, the mm-hmm. car and and all those things that obviously is important for them right and they didn't realize that until like afterwards they're like oh okay and for all we know it could be based on like prior experiences mm-hmm. that they didn't really get to have the um, the shout outs that they wanted mm-hmm. and so I think that that really sort of really change things mm-hmm. uh for the positive yeah paul you want to add anything towards that no i think i, that, I, I think that that kept it off well I th- any other highlights um i mean what paul said just the uh perfect event for ben hobson yeah that was, that was really good to see and i think also just Going back to the questionnaire, I think how some of the drivers like kind of embraced it and allowed mm-hmm. us to kind of like uh, play around with it a bit, okay. like Odie with the lawnmower, yeah, and the mm-hmm. whole uh, babysitting, uh, yeah. right, thing. right, and uh, Micah Diaz, where like um, you were expecting uh, a baby, I'm not sure who the mother is, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like and the Jack Black, yeah, the Jack Black stuff, so yeah, yeah that that um, that would be one of mine. But if I was gonna give, I think I give you three. One was the same, Nick Swan, just. I can't thank him enough. Like when he was saying that, such a supportive guy. It's like uh, he's like he really, like uh, like a coach, like a motivational coach. Like you right. felt like okay, yeah, we can do this. We can. Do I, this, I, feel, yes. I feel like yeah, uh, yeah. So that was huge, huge. Like like Nick, uh, you know, I got your back. If anything but, happens, I got your back. But can I add something to that? Because yeah. I think part of the reason why that was just so profound is that. I don't know if this is your background because for my background, I don't hear it enough or I don't, we don't come across it often mm-hmm. where it's like, we're being told like, um, you're doing something good yeah. or this is, uh, something positive that you're doing or something yeah. like that. So it's sort of like one of those things where like, I'm not really, for me, I'm not really accustomed to it. And when it's mm-hmm. sort of like brought up, it's sort of like very strange. I'm just like, yeah. 
he was just very positive, very um, he he built you up. He 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 gave you a lot of of, of hope. And I don't know how to explain it. It's just he was really positive about the work we're doing, yeah. which made you like, okay, somebody actually appreciates this. Yeah, no, right. I, I, and we we felt I think we felt appreciated for the first time, almost like, wow, man, this is real. Why are you real? I'm like, why do you care so much about us? Right. Exactly. Well, no, I, I think what made for me made it um, bigger is that I've I've had respect for him. Right. Yeah. I know he does a lot of events. He goes all across the country. He's been in he we've been into drifting for a long time, but we've been in our little pocket most of that time. Exactly. And he's been all around the country. He's met all the drivers. He's been in the thick of it in 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 the pro field. You know what I'm saying? Everything. And to get that um, support from somebody that I had respect for, I think that's what made it more meaningful. Yeah, than, it definitely was because of who he is, what he's done that made it meaningful mm-hmm. and the, the message that he was saying too. You this know? is like the love Nick Swan hour. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but, <laughs> so, but no, absolutely. That's, it was, was, it was just, that was a big impact. It to was, me. it was a big yeah. impact. And I think that was a good start to kind of kick off the, the uh, series of yeah. events. Or right. The tour. Yeah. Um, so I guess my uh, next thing was going to be um the the way the drivers like you said the way they the, some of the stuff that they put on there for us to announce that was cool I really liked that um, I'd like to see more of that when we go to Kentucky when, if you guys are watching this and you're going to be in Kentucky if you already fill out the questionnaire fill that out again if you want to add something new because it makes it fun for not just us but for the audience as well I like that dialogue that I can share these different stories or these different little sayings or nicknames. It makes it fun, and I think that helps the audience. So my second highlight would be being able to educate um, a lot of the family members that were watching their their either their husbands or their sons or whatever drive that we got feedback I got from some of the um, drivers that, hey, my mom was watching. She didn't know anything. She said she learned so much. Yeah. That was that was another impactful thing. Um, I actually have two more. The next one was. Can I just add something yeah, to, to yeah, that go for in it. regards to family? Um, and that actually ties into the live stream of it because um, on more than one occasion of for this one actually, uh, Ben Hobson's dad was in the chat and he mentioned that you yeah. know, that he thanked us for having the live stream because oh, he was okay. a- able to actually follow along mm-hmm. and see uh, his son's performance, Ben Hobson. Uh, at the event, so that's one of those things that um, that stood out for me too. Yeah. Um, so the next one was a husband and wife team. That was really cool um, because the Shelly Hansen she actually ended up going much further than her husband. Yeah. Right. Rudy, we you know, Rudy did a good job, but then it was to see those two get to meet them and get to announce for them, and then see Rudy do so well. Um, uh, it formed me a yeah. drift. Yeah, Atlanta. Right? Yeah, Atlanta. So that was cool. That whole like come to fruition, right? We got to see him. His wife went past, like was able to go further in the competition than he was, but then he does great later on in, in forming a drift. And also the Odie and Ben Hobson thing, that was really cool to see the master versus the, you know, the student versus, well, it wasn't student versus master, but it was easy to play that up because Odie is the more experienced. Ben Hobson's a new up and coming driver. And I think the final, the the highest moment for me was the way Rome 
came through oh, at the yeah, end. That that's was, right. I, I didn't totally yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> the way, oh, so my God, I can't right. believe how he did that. Yeah, nobody knows. Yeah, so I, if you didn't watch and you weren't watching live stream, you can go back and watch it. Basically, if you were, Rome, if you were even there. Yeah, if you, you were there, right. So Rome basically made it to the finals. But on the last, his last run, he got the win. And he was going against. Um, it wasn't Josh McGuire. It was. No, um, was going against Ben Hobson. No, it wasn't Ben Hobson. He oh, went, he no, went, it he was. He defeated. Oh, um, he beat. Um, oh, stop! 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 It's uh, <laughs> frick. <laughs> Matt Kaufman. Yeah, Matt Kaufman. He beat Matt Kaufman, got the decision, but his steering rack failed. So instead of letting you know Matt Kaufman taking fourth, and then he would. Just automatically take it's third. Second. He, yeah, he would take second or whatever yeah. it was. It yeah. was going to work out. He's like, listen, I don't want to see. Uh, um, just I don't. I don't want to end it this way. End it this way, right? I want to see battles go on. So he basically forfeited his win, gave his win to Matt Kaufman, took fourth, and that allowed Matt Kaufman to try to get. Uh, go for first, right? and that's another. That's one thing I want to hit on. Is so that that was impactful. But another thing was seeing Matt Kaufman drive. Yeah. Oh my oh, yeah. god, that guy was just like smoke show every time he did a burnout. Yeah. <laughs> but the way he came back, the the, the intensity of his driving, he mm-hmm. was just like he comes back into the line like like gripping it to where it's like he's flying by. It's like super dangerous. Yeah. But like so intense that like it. It hyped me up. Like I got hyped when I saw him do that. You're like, I gotta I get like, into oh, this. Like, yeah, yeah. You no, know, it was just, it was just, it was very it was exciting. It, it was exciting. It added like that's the way it should. It should be exciting. Yeah. And um, his driving was very exciting yeah. to watch him. And no matter when he was driving, he was 100 percent exciting. So. Yeah. Yeah. But so my number one take, like moment, favorite moment would be Rome doing what he did. To me, that's just, like that was that was yeah. the, high class. That was the. Uh, where they had the Spirit of Drifting Award. That's the Spirit of Drifting Award to to give up your position at a competition just to see more to see another drift battle happen. Right, right. To that, don't it, it would it would, it would have uh, taken just all the excitement out of the final final show yeah. out of the final shows if he didn't do if that. He didn't and do he that, just yeah. kind of stepped up. Nobody asked him to do it. He just came up. Hey, listen. He's like, hey, I want to. My power up. steering rack is blown. I can't change it in five ten minutes. There's just no way. So I'm gonna go ahead and let Matt Kaufman take my take the win, even though he won. That was huge, definitely huge. So that that was probably my um, my biggest takeaway, like favorite moment of that event, because I was just I was blown away. And then we announced it, we talked about it, but that was huge. That was cool. So shout out to Rome for that. Yeah, we need to get him on the show. Yeah, we do. Kind of talking about his experience. Yeah, that would be nice. Woof! Wow. I mean, it just feels like it was just so much that happened. Yeah. Um, it was only like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's Friday. Yeah. yeah. It's the beginning of the month. Yeah. Beginning yeah. of May. So now, fast forward, is there something you want to talk about, Texas? So who ended up winning? It was um, Ben Hobson got first. Ben Hobson, Matt Kaufman, and, and uh, uh, who was? Who got third? Was it Odie? No. I think it was Odie. Yeah, it was Odie. Cause it was Odie? Oh yeah, I think it was Odie. Yeah, because yeah, Ben yeah. took Odie out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that was good for for Ben, uh, not only to get acquainted with the car, but I mean, yeah, that's but also for for him to mm-hmm. win the event. Yeah, because he was utilizing he utilized the event to sort of like shake things down and kind of utilize it for prep yeah. for yeah. the uh, for the Atlanta. Yeah, and Odie was excited about it because Odie's like, okay, yeah. And then he went, he went, he went to Road Atlanta and got second. I mean, it was, I mean, 
if you I don't know if you watched Prospect, but uh, if you watched that final battle, I think it was a I think it was a one more time. I don't remember. It was, but it was a one more time, and it was between Rudy and Ben. It was like, oh my god, like these are the guys we just watched exactly right. do yeah. this, and they're, they're back at it. They're like, okay, God, and you watch Rudy and Ben, and like Rudy like had no idea that he won. Like he was like, if you watch the footage, he's like, what what me. Like yeah, it was like oh my god, and he was so excited. So he looked, he looked like that was a, a good a good win for him. And then Ben, obviously, I mean, hey, second place is not anything. Yeah, it's know. not like he like lost by landslide. No, it was he, close. He, it was, yeah. it was a one more time final right. battle. Like, mm-hmm. like how many? That doesn't happen that often. Yeah. So it was uh, it was a good finish for him, um, and a, and a great finish for for um, Rudy, which was I'm sure he was excited. So yeah, um, that was good. That was good to see. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so with that, uh, we close the chapter on Vegas, and then we talk about uh, Texas. Yeehaw. <laughs> Yee-wee. Um, I didn't attend because I was staying back this time. Lame. Well, may, well, one reason was because they, everybody was talking so bad about Texas. They so were all like, super yeah. hot. It was just, they, just, we didn't, they didn't say we're not looking forward to Texas. No, but but, but uh, Kentucky, we're looking forward to. But uh, Texas, I'm like, I'm not going Spending money to, <laughs> to 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 be in misery again because uh, Las Vegas was miserable to me. Like far as the weather and being out there. Oh yeah, was you, you did, how, how, was, uh, how was the bridge of the Hoover Dam? You didn't. Oh that. It? Yeah, oh, we didn't talk right. about that. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. No, that was freaking. I could I couldn't do it, man. When you guys are going across that freaking bridge, dude. Was it because it was high or because of the wind? It was the wind and the cars and the height. It was just like a. It was like a, just a whole. Gang of things. Panic that attack. We, so panic it was a panic attack. attack I was happen. having. And I was like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm afraid of heights, and I'm hanging off this bridge, and the cars are flying at me, and my hat's flying off. Yeah, um, and the wind is pushing. I'm like a big, yeah, that. You're like a big, hang on, hang big uh, convection turkey. Yeah, I don't <laughs> understand why you guys wanted to cross that. Like, what <laughs> yeah, was the you point? Cross the state line. Oh. <laughs> <That's> it's <laughs> it's all about crossing the state line and, and getting good, a good view of the Hoover Dam. I had a good view from the corner. Over there. <laughs> all the way to the right there. All the way to the right. I had a good view. Yeah, no, right. I could not uh, walk across that with the wind. The wind was going like I've been it in was, a hurricane. I've been in a hurricane with less wind. I know. Like it, that it, was a lot of winds. Yep. I, I, I don't know. So, oh, there's well, a couple drivers pictures. and everything. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, okay. Oh, yeah. you should yeah. show those pictures. Yeah. You should have shown. I didn't know you had pictures. I would have said that. I would have talked about it. What other pictures do you have so I can so we don't miss them? But, well, uh, the the other thing I wanted to you just reminded me the that helped set the tone for the weekend. Also, was the, the dinner that we had that oh, kind yeah. of acquainted yeah, with like, the whole that team was cool, yeah. and, and and let us know like okay, well such and such and such because we knew like some of them like yeah. Webb, Zach, but there were some new faces to the team. Yeah, that we didn't uh, didn't have for Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, that was uh, that was was that one of the drivers' meetings or what is that? That uh, hang on, let me just uh, so everybody can see. This is the uh, battles. No, the announcement for the qualifying announcement. Ah, okay. Yeah, oh, that, yeah the qualified what? Exactly, okay. that was a qualifying announcement. So people got to know exactly what was mm-hmm. going on, who's got to battle who. And uh, everybody was like, uh, find your tandem, buddy. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, we needed them. Yeah. Uh, and also, there was that other th- uh, problem that I just remember, too, that they had, they misplaced the cone. 
Ah, yes, that was I think one of the few times, if any, that a um, call was con- uh, what do they call it a um, call was reversed. Call was re- well, it, overturned. I guess overturned, but the that because they don't usually take protests. So the protest wasn't driver versus driver, but it was it was regarding the track. So there was a, a battle that ended up having to go one more time because they realized that one decisions went to one of the other drivers after they reviewed the footage, realized somebody put the cone way too far on the inside. So they were faulting the other driver because he went on the outside of the cone that he was way offline and ended up being that the cone wasn't set back the way it was supposed to be. So mm-hmm. that was but that other than that, everything went great. So now fast forward to Texas. We land in Texas. It's me, you, and Diana. Well, we got we got delayed. That was the first thing. Yeah, not too much though. It, yeah. was, it was like an hour delay. We took out of we took off out of Fort Lauderdale. Now here's the thing. I pointed this out. Nobody wants to believe me, but I saw a plane, another plane, mid flight, oh, yeah. on the same level, going same the altitude, direction. going the opposite direction of what? Of us. He was looking out the window while we we're in the air, and he saw a plane go by like that. Like, like you're on the highway? Yeah. Yeah, no joke. I've never seen Nobody that wants to believe me, but I'm telling I you, I saw you. it. I believe you. Oh, thank you. I do right, believe I finally you. Have I, didn't, I, didn't I mean, it's not necessarily UFO, but it's something close. I mean, <laughs> yeah. right? It's up <laughs> it in the different. air, same level. I mean, it was going the opposite way quick. Dude, was anybody waving at you? I couldn't tell. I mean, uh, maybe. Maybe everybody's like, hey, that's another plane going the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was wild. I don't but think I've ever experienced that. I wonder how many times we notice it because a lot of times you put the window shade down. So it probably happens more than you think. Anyways, probably. We, land, we land in Texas. Thankfully, you read in a, a small SUV. Yeah. And life was much better, much more comfortable. Um, air condition wasn't just stuck on my knee, freezing my knee sockets. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was definitely much more comfortable. What was great is that everything is right across from the track. Everything's very local. So you need to go out and get some food. The hotel was super close. Everything was really close, made it very convenient. And uh, did I mention we didn't have a Tesla? So that was great. <laughs> um, what I liked about Texas is it gave me that nopey national feel where you're in the middle of the 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 um, the NASCAR track oval. So you go through the tunnel, right, to get into the infield, and everything is there. The drifting is going on there, the burnout box, the drag strip, everything is inside of the oval. And so you're you got the view of the whole oval track all the way around with all the grandstands. That brings me back to memories when I used to go to Nopi Nationals. Very similar. Which I don't know why they don't do that at Vegas because they have an oval in Vegas. Right. Why don't they make everything in the middle there? I think that'd be pretty cool. Anyhow, um, that was that was pretty cool. I like that. I like the fact that it was, everything was convenient. I think the hotel was nicer. Oh, for um, sure. The, yeah, no the smoke. The nicest hotel Yeah, but so it, far, it, it just the Vegas, the smoke was annoying going through the casino and you could smell it everywhere. But definitely nicest hotel. Once again... Um, you got Nick Swan, Zach, and Webb there. And then this time we had Passion of Pat Gooden with us, which was awesome to Indeed. be able to hang out with him. We missed him in Vegas. And then um, they had uh, Ben Gibson was the third judge. Um, but it, it, was, it, was a good, it was a good event. Uh, the less vehicles as far as turnout for, the, for drifting. But I wonder if that has to do with anything with the track layout. You think? Because that's, that's kind of an intimidating layout. I don't think it is no? when only because you got an LS. The LS, eh, some of those guys able... were struggling. I mean, a uh, stock okay, LS yeah, is only right. three fifty four hundred. 
Yeah, we did see some people struggle. They, um, I think the there was a Corvette that was like the quietest Corvette out yeah. in the field. Yeah, and it was just struggling to reach out to some of the areas, and I was just like, Ooh, he's got to have a rough yeah. time this weekend." Yeah, Andrew in the 350Z was having a hard time getting a car dialed in. Also, uh-huh. there's a few cars that were struggling a little bit, um, but even the two the cars when they were like when both cars had good horsepower and drivers very good experience, even then, um, the tandems were they were good. We're not on a sweep. They got really good, but still, there was a distance. There was a gap because they're going. They're going so much faster. It was harder for them to stay like in the pocket. Whereas um, Vegas, it was a slower track. They were like basically initiating right after the start. So there was more run up here, much faster, uh, much more exciting. I will tell you after we were on like the very we were on the ground watching it. So. It, I guess I'm saying this because when I'm watching it live, when we're announcing it live, um, the car seemed a lot closer. But when I saw the drone footage, I was like, wow, they weren't really as close as I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's one thing I noticed. I thought the crowd was great in Texas. I don't really know how great the crowd was in Vegas because there wasn't really any bleachers. It was kind of like spread out around the whole track. What was great about Texas, we had the crowd right behind us. Right. And, and, to preface that, we were kind of like told beforehand, like, hey, just be careful with the crowd because they got kind of rowdy last year. And uh, <laughs> which they did this time yeah. a little bit, too. Yeah. Remember so with, did, with the media. Right. They're getting on the track. They're they're moving the barricade and kind of getting and they're they're pushing on the media people, I guess. And then there was a media lady came running over, call security, call security. This guy, blah, blah, blah. And security had we had to call security on, on the mic. I guess I came, I probably came through the live stream too. We had to oh, call, yeah. we then, had to call security, I get over find there. the timestamp. Yeah. Call, <laughs> call security, security get, the- get over there and handle whatever was going on down there. So they were getting a little rambunctious. Those yeah. Texans. Yeah, but I was I was worried for us because of what they had told us. I was just like, uh, I don't know how how we're going to gel. Well, or- there was one time where they, I was talking about a driver. I forget the driver's name. And, I, and then I heard, you better be nice. <laughs> it was it was his oh, mom or something oh, really? like that. Oh. Uh, that was funny. Well, uh, do you want to mention or highlight what happened with uh, Dyson? Uh, well, so there was three drivers, two or three drivers that didn't give me any information. Well, I guess three drivers. Nate Hamilton didn't, didn't fill out the questionnaire. Uh, but we kind of knew some stuff. I would have liked to know a little more of like his horsepower. How was numbers. Nate? Nate was awesome. I mean, when you guys saw him. Oh yeah, did, no, he was great. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, we oh, actually yeah. went out. We do you have any pictures of that? I have to look. You but went out okay, Carry on. So, anyway, so yeah, we out. Uh, we would. He took us. What well, did take us? Oh, off. The, the the party place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, word, yeah anyways, I'm talking about that. <laughs> but no, Nate was great. His dad was there. His wife was there. Uh, his little boy Andy was there. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. But so Nate didn't. But I knew some information about him. And then um, uh, Davis, Jack, uh, there's Jack and Jake. So Jack Davis, mm. Jack Davis didn't fill out the information and he was on fire. He was good. Apparently he was the only pro driver, current pro driver that was there. Oh, yeah. So I, you know, I, I didn't, I knew he had an E36, so I made yeah, whatever. very good. Yeah, no, he was, he was doing really no, he good. He did very good at Atlanta. Oh, did he? Yeah. Um, now the third driver didn't fill out anything. His name was, last name was Dyson. I can't remember his first name. Oh, uh, but anyhow, when they were going around doing a parade lap, I was like, Dyson, well, it's a vacuum cleaner, right? Yeah. So I made up the thing and I was like, 
Uh, we got Dyson driving. I forget what vehicle it was. And he says, unlike the vacuum cleaner, he doesn't suck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you know, people are laughing or whatever. Yeah. And, and then he goes out and he's doing a chase run. And then he spun out. And I'm like, well, a slogan says, unlike a vacuum cleaner, doesn't suck. And then I was like, oh, I'll just let that go. <laughs> and then people start laughing. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just going to leave that there. No, he was he was he was doing good. He just yeah. he just ended up spinning out. He was trying to apply pressure to I forget he was going against. But um, yeah, it's kind of one of those things that happens. You gotta yeah. send me information. Um, don't leave it up to me to make stuff up because that <laughs> can go terribly <laughs> cringe, as Gabby would say. Cr- it, Gabby cringe. says I'm extremely cringe. Really? Oh yeah. He see he said he hates me. He, oh he Gabby J. Yeah, he doesn't like the, what I say, and he said I'm extremely cringe and all kinds of stuff. He says it behind my back though. Doesn't oh. say it to my face. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Paul? I'm just saying stuff that he actually doesn't say. I'm, just yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. I'm I'm maybe not. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, no, it was a good time, and I enjoyed it because the weather was nice. The only thing that sucked was that on Friday, it didn't rain, but they have pretty strict regulations on lightning strikes. So if any lightning strikes within eight miles of the track, they put an automatic 30-minute timer. So you could be going lightning strikes. Okay, we're starting a 30-minute timer. You could be 25 minutes in the timer, lightning strikes, reset the timer. So the first three hours that we're supposed to get for practice ended up nothing happening. That uh, takes me back to Sebring last year. Yes. With uh, the Pro-Am series. I think this was worse because it rained there. It didn't rain oh, yeah. at all in Texas. Right. Uh, did it? No, no, yeah, you're right. No, it maybe it's sprinkled for like a yeah, second. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't enough. But it, it wasn't enough to like, Sebring was a downpour hurricane. I mean, right. it was like a legitimate storm's coming through. This was just, you saw the storm just kind of going around the track and lightning was striking every so often. Um, that kind of sucked because it made Friday, the first practice session, a wash. And then um, then there was a whole bunch. And, and, you know, I really feel for Nick because those road course guys are just like... <laughs> I mean, they just think they're like the king of the shows. Like everybody's yeah. here to watch us. Why? It's because like he had to like fight for track time. It was yeah. it was ridiculous. And they're like, and some of the stuff was like some one session was just, I guess some of the guys from the car show they were gonna let them go around the the uh, the track or something like that. It was like, yeah, it, it was bad. I, I don't what know. did uh, was it Webb or was it Zach said that um, the track X guys are are there was what was that. I forget who said that. I don't know. Oh, we'll, we'll I, let I would, that go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, yeah he keeps Careful there. Check. Yeah. Remember, it was funny though. It was totally. Remember. It was one hundred percent. Do I have to remind accurate. you? Loose lips uh, sink, sink ships. ships. Well, it's not. But it was. It was totally accurate. We'll just. You, you know. You know. Later. Whoever's watching, huh? Yeah. You know Anyways. what you said. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, care to share about because so for those of you who um and and let me just talk about this so that way then it, uh, Tim can chime in on. Uh, what I'm uh, getting into. Hmm. So for those of you who tune into the live stream, um, it was remind everybody and, and Tim made a great point. It was a carry on special. Yeah. It was and a, ba- yeah. basically whatever we could fit on a carry on, which is, I mean, a limited amount of equipment, but we made it work with the little that we had to provide you with live stream in, in Texas. Uh, and for the most part, everything was going pretty good. Uh, we had, you know, the multiple cameras, even though we had to make some adjustments because, uh, some people were in the way and we had to kind of like work around that. We got to piggyback and, off a drone for a little bit. Right. We had a drone pilot at some point, but then they had to bail on us. 
uh, not because they wanted to, but because they were not they were not only hired to do the drifting, but also some of the other events. So right. they were actually called over to do the the burnout mm-hmm. uh, competition that was also taking place, and. We had some issues. Uh, practice, uh, we r- ran a different setup, but that uh, ran pretty well. Uh, qualifying, there was a little bit of an issue, a technical glitch, but for the most part, everything w- went pretty well. For the competition, that's when we uh, made some adjustments and uh, uh, obviously implemented the replay and all those other things. But if you follow along, there was a couple of times where things didn't go well because there was something happening. There was a major component happening in the background that was really messing things up with mm. everything that we had set up. Right. And it wasn't just one thing. No, it was just this one thing was messing up all these other components that was really kind of like causing me to troubleshoot and fix on the fly, right then, yeah. right then and then, and it was just like really making things like really stressful. And this is where I turn to you, Tim. What can you say about predator generators? They're garbage. Really? <laughs> that so it's a Harbor Freight. So yeah, I don't. I me. I don't know. All I can tell you is I had to stop and try to start that thing. It was installed on at least five times. And what was happening is when it would stall, we didn't have like a backup battery like he usually brings when he's down here because, yeah. like I said, it was the carry-on special. special, the carry-on special. So we, they actually, I figured we're gonna have three different packages for live stream. We have the carry-on package, we have the check-in package, <laughs> and then you have the road trip package. Yeah. Yes. Right. So the prices, that's that's what we're gonna call our our. That's gonna be our, our tier pricing. Okay. We're gonna have the carry-on, the check-in, and the the road trip package. Anyhow. When it go down, it would glitch. So if you notice, sometimes like when Ben would play the replay, like he would, the wrong replay would play because oh, okay. it would screw up everything. And he's trying to he's trying to uh, finagle stuff around. But I would have to stop and try to start that thing. And the first night, Ben's like, "Hey, it ran out of uh, fuel," but I don't think he ever checked the fuel. No, Be- I never. He, he assumed it stalled because it was out of fuel. Yeah. So then when it stalled the first time, Ben's like, oh, it's out of fuel. I was like, it can't be out of fuel. Like, these things yeah. should last long hour. I took it up, yeah. and there was plenty of gas in there. Yeah. Um, so then I just crank it and crank it. I know what happened on my generator because I had this problem. Uh, when you turn those knobs, it, it does two things. One, there's a kill switch behind that knob, and there's also it's the fuel valve. Yeah. So when you, when, you, when, you, when you go from off to start, it pushes the uh, kill switch in so it makes connection. Then you can start yeah. it. Well, I would have to like crank it, crank it, crank it, and I would go back and forth with the knob a couple times, oh, so and it would it was, finally start. Uh, but it stalled like five or six times. Oh, really? Only good thing is that it only stalled when there was no action going on. It <laughs> yeah. just it, it never stalled when there was action going on. So uh, I'll give it that. But that was frustrating, and people are like laughing. You should have LS swapped it. And somebody was like, <laughs> put it to. It should have been a Toyota or something like that. You yeah, should, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have got Toyota yeah. or something. Yeah. People were making jokes. So because yeah. we're right there, literally in front of the audience. Yeah. So it was fun the interaction with that with the audience. The audience was really awesome. I think at the end somebody said, "Thank you, announcer guy." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Thank you, Mr. Audience guy." <laughs> uh, um, but it, that was that was very frustrating. Well, and you, sure you joked around. You joked around back. You were like, "I'm gonna lose my dad body yeah, if I keep yeah. up with this." Yeah, it was, it was it was fun. It was a good dialogue, and I was like, "Ah, oh, the joke's on you. I brought an extra In and Out burger because I bought. <laughs> we left for lunch, and and because um, you do like the." 
<coughs> the green style, the protein style, they call it. Yeah. And then I had one with, uh, and I brought an extra one just in case we it ran late and I didn't yeah. have anything to eat. Yeah. I had an extra burger there. So I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys went to In-N-Out Burger as well in Texas. Oh, yeah. We, we, oh we went God. a couple of times. But yeah, Bucky's, the first two days, we hit Bucky's so much, I was just like, can't do Bucky's again, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they had, you would have liked it, they have a chicken fajita burrito and yeah. the thing is freaking massive. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's massive. And then they had the chili, the, the cheesesteak burrito, which was really good. And then, of course, the brisket is. I'll tell you right now. We ate Texas barbecue. We found a, te- a, a real Texas barbecue place. We were burping up uh, smoky barbecue <laughs> 12 hours later. Yeah. Uh, I've never had barbecue where I was burping up smoke, yeah, smoky no, flavor no, 12 hours later. Yeah. But anyhow, the the Bucky's brisket, it's, it's, yeah. just, it's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. But uh, to kind of like add it in a little bit more details, it's just when the power go out, it was just one of those things where think about it like this is like you have to then like disconnect everything and like reconnect it like virtually in a sense, because it has to like tell I have to tell the program like, no, the cameras are here. Like, yeah, they shut off for a moment, but they're here. They're back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I have to then go to the replay thing. And it was just it was just a whole mess. And it's not. It's kind of a little frustrating for me. Was um, not not um, the media that was for the drifting, but some, there were some other media people there, and I, I was asking them because they they wanted to stand, and you'll know who they are because if you watch a live stream, <laughs> they're standing in front of the camera. And I went to them. I was like, "You guys think you could like just duck down a little bit when you're taking the pictures?" Oh no, I can't do that. I can't duck. Down. I was like, "Is there anywhere you can move? Maybe close? Maybe over here? No, I have to be right here. Can you move a little?" They wouldn't. They didn't <laughs> like. We're zero help. You should and have like told after, Nick and just just no no Nick's all the way at the other end he can't see well, us even he would have he would have been fine with you what? telling him eh, to go buzz off I, well but I, I, just I don't want to they're I not real media I mean it's not no like, they had they were real media I mean is they're not for Holly I don't know I have no idea but they mm. were very like they didn't want to I mean they there was no talking them into making any changes they were like oh I have to stand right here. I can't move. I was like, well, can you duck down a little bit? No, I can't really do that because I had to take my, I'm like, they couldn't even move. I was like, I was even trying to get them to move maybe like a little closer so the closer they got to the camera, you know, it would, the ratio as far as where they were, yeah. they wouldn't be blocking. So those two people that are in, the, those media people that are that are in the camera on the run up, yeah, they, they wouldn't move. I tried to ask them a couple times and, and they just wouldn't move. And I, I mean, I wasn't going to argue with them. I didn't try to get, and I was like, right. well, whatever, I will make it work. There was whatever. an attempt. There was an attempt. I tried to be polite and ask them, and they just, no. They're just not having it. But anyways, I don't yeah. know who they were, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was hard um, to get good camera angles there because, like, once again, it was the carry-on special, so Ben didn't have the cords to be able to like, mm-hmm. put the camera somewhere else. But we did have two cameras and, and a drone. You brought your drone. Yeah. So, so, thankfully, see, here's the thing. Like, I had a feeling... And I was just like, let me just bring it just in case, even though like it just complicated things a bit with the whole carry on. And yeah. um, I'm glad I did, but mm-hmm. it's not something that I would have wanted to do based on the, the um, based on the way that I had to implement it. It's not the easiest. It's not the most uh, uh, effective way to, to go about it. But I mean, it's it's something that I'm just going to like. I think at, at this point, I'm just going to like bring it every time. Yeah. Because well, it's dude. it's one of those things where like. What were you using it for? The well, sweeper? Right. Exactly. Because my idea behind it was that the judges are going to have a hard time being able to see exactly how deep the drivers are going towards the last turn. Yeah. It's really hard to tell 
from. So you were flying that while you were trying to. Well, he would just set it up there and let it sit. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't doing an FPB. I wasn't chasing them. There was no way whatsoever no, the drone that I have like, was going to be that. able to keep up with it. So anything. you just saw you left the drone. It's a DJI, so you just put it in. Uh, yeah, zone. I just okay. put it up there and just um, and just left it stationary okay. and then just let it be. And, okay. and that was it. Luckily, uh, there was no rain to worry about or no crazy winds to kind of uh, mess, mess that up. And unfortunately, it just didn't work out the way that I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was only there like temporary and then uh, they were kind of worked at first but then it started having issues after that yeah and that was part part of the reason why is because of the way how it was implemented mm-hmm. like i said it's not the most effective way there's well, another way that's more uh but ben ben let me just stop here <laughs> you're trying to fly a drone switch the cameras oh gosh. help me get information right and talk at the same time yeah, it's it's too much for one person. Well, now, now, was, and, and I will tell you that Ben, I mean, he was a lot busier. So if you did watch the live stream, you noticed he was not able to chime in and like he normally is because he's busy doing all this other stuff. Because at Vegas, you only had one camera. Yeah. So you didn't have to do any switching. So you had two cameras this time, plus trying to provide instant replays for the judges if they needed it and try to fly a drone. And help me pull up from it, and listen to the <laughs> and listen to the headset to try to get the winners. Yeah, that was the thing. Right, that, that's where Paul, Paul would have came in came very in helpful. And, and, and would have came in clutch, very yes. clutch. But and and not to mention too, I would I would like to add that another way how Paul came in clutch is that he found he took the time to find an app on his phone to let us know like who won. Right, and like and and all he all he needed to do was just like pull up a list. And tap on a name, and then just like slap the phone like on yeah. our faces to let us know, yeah. like, "Hey, you idiots! This person won!" And yeah. we're like, "Oh, okay, we know now. Thank that, you, Paul. Yeah, that made life a lot easier." So yeah. we definitely have to go to Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll be there on that one. Yeah. 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 But yeah, talking about that, I mean, you brought up a great point that it was sort of, again, it's sort of one of those things where, like, we're looking back at it, we're kind of crazy. To be able to take this upon ourselves to kind of do all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, you struggled also as well, because not only were you like trying to get information from mm-hmm. all, the, all the drivers and, and, and announce and do the play by play. But at the same time, you were trying to pull up the information yourself on right. your laptop. Yeah. But and it's small. And I'm like, exactly. Yeah, and I'm that's not, what I, that's that's what what I best on the computer. So yeah. I'm clicking the wrong name. I'm like, oh, crap, they're going. I'm like, yeah. oh. <laughs> And, and that oh, yeah. was the thing that I immediately noticed because you now it's one thing for you to be like, like, you know, standing up and looking down and being able to read it off of it like you were doing in Vegas. Mm-hmm. But because your the, the display isn't, uh, you know, isn't the biggest and the brightest, mm-hmm. you were having to kind of crotch down, like yeah. squint at it. And you were like. Uh, who's coming? And then you're there, like trying to finagle with the the trackpad. No, it's like on that Excel sheet, like it cuts off things. Yeah, and you can't see everything. I don't well, know why it does beca- that because it's meant it was formatted around my display. Yeah, it's oh, not formatted. Okay. Yeah, for, uh, and lower so because yours is you're dealing with that, you have to kind of like zoom out a bit in order to be able to get the full spectrum uh, of the whole Excel spreadsheet. I was spreadsheet. trying to do two side by side, so when they were tandeming, I had all their information, but then yeah. it would cut out, like half their sponsors sometimes yeah and yeah. i'd be like oh this sucks 
So that that's where like I had to kind of jump in at times and I'd have to like go down the list and kind of show him like, hey, look, this is, yeah. you know, that thing that Paul, the trick that Paul taught me, this is what I got to do. And then that's where, I mean, it worked out. But again, it wasn't the most, it wasn't the greatest, but we made the most out of it right. considering the circumstance and, and the situation. And I think in many ways, um, I think everybody appreciated it, even yeah. though it wasn't the best, but everybody appreciated it. Uh, the drivers appreciated that there was a you know a video feed of some sorts for that way they could use it and go back and watch it. Yeah, and, and uh, also want to um, shout out to actually I can't remember any of the names right now at the moment, but Jake Wise I think took some footage off YouTube. Yeah, Jake Wise, Instant Grant, um, a couple of others, uh, Nate Hamilton, but just a little small snippet yeah. of it. Um, but it, the, the drivers that actually reached out to us and were like, "Hey, look, um, is it okay if?" Oh, we use uh, your footage for the thing and really appreciate that they took the time to actually do that because oftentimes we don't even know like who's using the mm -hmm. footage or what, what's going on out there. Mm -hmm. And um, and it was great to he hear back from some of the drivers that uh, appreciated that. Not only did the drivers appreciate the, the live stream, but also the commentary with all of the information that mm -hmm. was uh, uh, been being given out. Uh, the spectators that were there on hand to... Mm -hmm. Get, get all that information and joking around. I mean, I, I still remember, and Paul, you may not know this, but it's actually, like, as we were flying in, Tim mm -hmm. was like, I could see myself moving to Texas. And really? I was just like... Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. It was nice. I hate that, Texas. But no, well, no, I hate, no, that area was nice. Dallas, yeah. But, no, but, no, but this, no, is, no, we this was before for, we, like we even landed. Area, yeah. This is something like it was like a, a, a discussion, a random discussion, and Tim yeah. was like, yeah, I could see myself living in Texas. I'm like, really? Oh, okay. And it just so happens that he just gelled with the audience so well yeah. that I was just like, ah, I could definitely see him like fitting right in. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was good. I, I I liked it because we were in the Dallas area. We were like, we were what freaking ten minutes away from Fort Denton. Worth, Fort Worth, Texas, Denton, oh. and Denton is. We went to downtown Denton. That was a small little town. That was pretty close where Nate Hamilton lives. Oh yeah. So when we were the first day, we were there. We talked to a couple people about different places. Where do you go? I actually talked to Nick, Nikki, my our cousin. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, if you're in Fort Worth, he goes, you got to go to the stockyards." He said, "There's um, uh, Billy Bob's Honky Tonk." He said, "You got to go to Honky Tonk." So we were thinking about doing that. And then we talked to Nate. And he's like, "Well, that's like the real touristy thing to do." He said, "Go down down Denton and try uh, Jupiter Coffee and LSA Burger, which we didn't get to try, which looked really good, which we're gonna try next time if we mm -hmm. go again." Um, we went to Jupiter Coffee; it was really good, like oh, yeah. my coffee house. And that's where we found me and Ben. We found our calling. We actually need to. Do you have the picture <laughs> for that? Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, calling. So, so we were having coffee, and then they had a you know it's a coffee shop, and they have all these like. Um, uh, sale here or like farmer's market coming, different advertising that people stick yeah. up on there or jobs, people looking for jobs. And then there's one, it was a, it was a paper and um, I don't know if you got, oh, you got the picture. Go ahead. Oh, and, it's there. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So basically oh. we saw this <laughs> pinned on. up. Can they see it? Yeah. Now they can see it. All right. So me and Ben saw this and we're like, this is, this is like us. I can't read shock it for this far. Can you read it? Yeah, I, I, I can read it. Uh, basically, uh, Shock Jocks, a feature film casting call, a drama slash dark comedy about the falling out between two radio hosts in the early 2000s. Leading role by the name of Dusty, male, white, age 30 to 40. Leading role, Eric, male, white, age 30 to 40. A prominent side role, Andre, 
Male, black, age that'd be, 30 to 40. That would be Paul. Paul heavy, yeah. heavy set. Yeah. Heavy, heavy set. set. Black heavy set. <laughs> open casting for extras. Uh, uh, any appearance, sentiment, uh, dramatic, or comedic monologues to shockjockfilms at gmail.com before June 1st. All roles are paid. Mm. <laughs> it's not June 1st yet. Yeah, there's still time. There's still time. <laughs> Anyways, we saw that in the coffee house uh nate hamilton gave it gave us that suggestion nice little very like almost like murrayville where they have the town square or something square and then the shops are all around mm-hmm. it so that was cool and then um after the event was over we were thinking about something to do it was getting kind of late and nate hamilton's like oh he, oh i forget what's the name of the place that he uh harvest house i think it was called. yeah he goes oh you got to go to harvest house he goes we're going there um grain anderson was there and Nate Hamilton, his crew was there, and uh, he's like, "Oh, you got to go there." This was an interesting place. <laughs> um, apparently, it was Dungeon and Dragon Night or something like that. Yeah, the something. DJ was dressed like a Star Trek. Um, hang, hang on, oh, hang okay. on. Yeah. Right. Even before that, all right. So we park and we're walking into the place. Yeah, and you could already tell this is a different kind of place that we're used to. Yeah, because not only do you like before we even get to the back. To realize what uh, it was Dungeons and Dragons night, but you're sort of seeing like all these like different um, I want to say cultures, but different um, walks of life. I guess you can say walks of life, different walks of life that wouldn't necessarily hang out at the same spot, converging into this one area. That yeah, I was like, just like, how is this even happening? <laughs> like there was like a bachelorette uh, after party, party yeah. that was going on there. There was like people in costumes. I saw a guy with a tail, and there was a guys, furry tail, and there was guys that looked like they were probably in town for a business conference. Yes, like that totally looked out of place. Yes. and then it was basically a bar inside. The doors are open. There's a outside DJ with like uh, in like uh, a covering, and then they had like darts and pool tables, and then they had a food truck. So there wasn't like a kitchen. It was a bar and a food truck. And then food truck, when they get too busy, they just close down. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're like, we're not taking any more orders right now. We're like, oh, okay, the yeah. TV's off. We're like, all right. So we had to wait until they caught up, and then they would turn the TV back oh, on. And really? You can order food. Um, so we got a couple drinks. Uh, me and Ben, we won the game. We played pool. Me and Ben were on one team, and we, oh, def- wow. we defeated uh, uh, some of Nate Hamilton's crew. So, um, you know, hats off to us. Go, <laughs> go team drift sessions. And uh, But, yeah, the DJ was dressed like a Star Trek character, and there were some interesting... Me and Diana go to the bar to get some drinks, and I look over to the left, and I look at Diana, and I'm like... Where am I? Because, like you said, you have people like 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 ladies dressed like they were at a a, a, right. a wedding party or something, yeah. and then you have guys that are like, you know, look like they're at some convention. And this guy pulls up or walks up to the bar, and he's got eye makeup on, he's got horns on, he's dressed in just a, a, a weird outfit. He has a tail, <laughs> and like I'm like, where am I? Where am I? Totally, where am I? And then, um, but it was a good time. Nate Hamilton and his crew, we had a good time. It was definitely interesting. <laughs> It was definitely interesting. <laughs> you know, like around here, usually when you go to a club, everybody look kind of looks the same. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Everybody's going to listen to hip-hop, so everybody looks like they're listening to hip-hop. You're going to a rock thing, and everybody looks like they're in a rock. It's like, yeah, it, it was it was, it was, was different. It was definitely different. But we had a great time. <laughs> the food was actually pretty good. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah. And we played darts. Yeah. Which I won. Yeah. I mean, what's, what I found crazy is that, like, even, like, playing pool, I was like, what the heck? Like, yeah, I, I, I've never seen like Tim so confident just going up to the 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 thing, and I'm just like, 
what is going on over here? Like, I feel like Tim's not telling me something. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I learned something about Tim at that pool. day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, you know, back in the day, I used to play pool a lot. I'm like, oh, play, yeah. well, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> used to play pool at uh, Catalyst all the time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I used yeah. to play pool a lot. But even before that, when I was young, I used to yeah. play pool a lot. I just, I was better back then. Mm. But I, I mean, it, I, I did good enough to, we, we were fine. <laughs> yeah, we were fine. I wasn't worried. I, I watched him play. Like, I'm like, Oh God! Okay, they're not calling <laughs> shots. Like they're they're bouncing balls off other balls and they're going in and they're not. So basically, you're saying you were sandbagging. <laughs> I wasn't sandbagging. I was just like uh, I was just watching what was going I on mean, and realizing made... the the rules are very lax. <laughs> I play like a lot different. Like if you if you are trying to shoot the ball in a corner pocket, if that ball touches another ball and then goes in, you lost your turn. And there's a couple times I did that. Like I would hit it and it didn't go, like it bounced off something. And I gave them the cue. I'm like. That shot's no good. You do, if you can hit the ball in the pocket, you can't. You can't combo unless you call it. Uh. And they weren't calling shots. I was like, okay, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, but yeah, it was it was a good time. Nate Hamilton uh, came through. We had a great time. Oh man, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but as far as the event going back to the event, what was great about the event too is that the guys got to pit in NASCAR garages. Uh, so they were undercover. Yeah. The weather was great. Like mm. I said we did have the um, the lightning the storm lightning, around the yeah. outside, but Saturday came around. It was chilly. It was actually we're like, oh, I yeah. should have brought jacket. It was it was chilly. It was nice it was and windy. All the, all the jackets you brought to Las Vegas. Yeah, all the jackets <laughs> I brought to Las Vegas because I thought it was going to be cooler. That didn't work out. Um, uh-huh. So the weather was good. The event was much more compact. So that was cool, and um, the audience was great. Only thing that sucked is like Nick and they, they were so far away, he couldn't really talk to him. But it's going to be like that in Kentucky, too, because we're going pretty far away from him. But he'll yeah. be able to hear us at Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. wasn't able to hear anything that was going on. Uh, right. You know. uh, let me ask you this uh, comparative uh, Vegas, what, um, how would you describe the streets of uh, Texas? Uh, I think the streets were better. What I Dude, thought was the highways are freaking nuts, aren't they? <laughs> the, highway, the highways are nuts. I, I, well, he was driving, so I didn't really no, notice man, the highways being too nuts. I thought the dumbest thing <laughs> ever was that you get off. Okay, so when you get off an exit, you're on 595, you get off, yeah. you're on 95, you get off at Oakland Park. Yeah. What happens when you get off? What What is there? A merge. Well, it's a merge, but Usually. then where do you go to? Because there's an intersection. Like a, there's, there's a, a what? Light. There's a stoplight. No, that not there. makes sense. Not there. No. no, they put stop signs <laughs> at yeah. the exit. Most ridiculous things because yeah. okay, so you have traffic coming from both directions getting off. Stop sign here. Stop sign here. So traffic going this way has to go stop and then stop and then stop and then stop and then stop and then, and, and people don't know how to stop at no. stop signs. So that was the dumbest thing. Then we had these just weird areas where there's just a median. Like the lane splits off yes. into two lanes. Yeah, there's a medium, yeah, yeah. and then there's yeah. a, and when you drive past, you look back, and there's a yield sign facing the wrong direction. <laughs> like what the hell? <laughs> somebody that in case somebody change, decides to make get off of the exit and go the other way, which probably would make sense because they're trying to avoid those damn stop signs. <laughs> that's probably what that's there for. So you just you make a 180 and you go you, you, you get you get off the entrance. You get off the entrance, and then there's yield sign. people off coming yeah off coming the on road. the highway where oh, you're getting like, off. So that was utterly that ridiculous. Makes sense. That makes sense. Surprisingly, <laughs> Other that than makes that, sense. I thought the roads were good. There was lines on the road, so that was. No, the cool. roads are good. It's just the highways are insane. It's it was sense. Like, to me, they're two it's lane. Like, they're two lane highways. That was. It's like they didn't plan ahead. Is what happened. They're, and there's no merge. It's just get on. I don't know. I didn't say. I, I didn't drive. 
Do you I remember was, the I drove a large lane? No, I don't. I don't recall seeing uh, any. Well, so remember, anything. we we just got on. We left the airport and right to Fort Worth, so we didn't really have. Yeah, much time I was driving go. around Dallas. On yeah, the, we didn't. We didn't in Dallas, and it was just we didn't like go dude, to Dallas. No, because yeah. even the airport's not in the middle of Dallas. No, it's it's Dallas. We flew into Dallas, Dallas Fort, Fort Worth, Worth right, yeah. and we went to Fort Worth. So we actually yeah. didn't go to Dallas. Okay, yeah, I went to downtown Dallas. So oh, yeah. and also we got another air show too. There was some jets flying around. Yeah, there were some jets flying around, and we actually got to go to that street market, the uh, the beer t- tasting oh, yeah, thing. That was pretty cool. Thing, yeah. We went to Grapevine, Texas. Oh, okay. And they had like it was what about three quarter mile strip where we just got to go to different. I was able to get some um, gifts for my wife and my daughter, and um, Diane. I think she got a couple things, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah, they had cowboy hats. We were texting pictures of cowboy hats. Yeah, they had some food there, um, but that was yeah. after we had barbecue. Yeah, that uh, meet you anywhere. All right. I mean, it was one of those things where, like, okay, we got this much barbecue. We need to, like, walk it off uh, yeah. some way, somehow. And luckily, it, it kind of worked out because we weren't, like, I, we're, so I planned it out in a way where, like, we could go someplace that was along the way towards the airport mm-hmm. at sort of like a midway point. Mm-hmm. And then I came across this, uh, this place, Grapevine. Right. It's like historic downtown district. I'm yeah. like, okay, let's just go and check it out, see what the big hoopla is all about. Yeah. And we go there, and it just so happens there's a festival going on. I'm yeah. like, oh, hey, it was this good. is good. It was good. So we parked, walked around, checked it out. I was yeah. like, okay, I can see where, like, you know, it was at. Yeah. Um, anything interesting? Uh, well, we did see some yeah, did see some characters there, but I think every so often we come across characters around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still remember some of the characters we saw at uh, Nashville. Uh, out in the streets, yeah. Um, yeah. But for the most part, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. It was yeah. different. Yeah, it was Sorry. interesting. We got we kind of got a little sidetracked with our sightseeing. Yeah, uh, and we kind of strayed away from the drifting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. So how did the drifting go? Yeah. Who won? <laughs> Sorry. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. I yeah. I yeah. 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 Sightseeing. Yeah. Freaks. Sightseeing. Uh, the drifting <laughs> was good. The track was much faster than Vegas. And hats off to those guys because some of those guys with those low horsepower cars. Um, they were coming in fast and just you basically had to just fully commit yeah. and go f- just full balls to the wall. Right. And that's the only way you're going to get it because extending it, you go past those past those two first inside clips that for, getting from that first outside zone to the second outside zone. That was where a lot of people struggled. Can we take a moment and talk about and with the topic of surrounding uh, the spirit of drift? Yes. Uh, Fagelman. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no. Go ahead. Oh, OK. Um, so it was one of those things where. It was at first glance, you're like, okay, there was a battle going on. I forget, uh, Jake Wise, Jake Wise, and, and, and Eugene, Eugene Fagelman, Fagelman, which we actually, um, if you guys were watching our Instagram channel, we got we got an interview with him. You want to check that interview? It actually, it was a really good interview. Yeah, uh, it was in the previous episode Correct. when we went live, and that was kind of like an impromptu thing that yeah. surprisingly worked out. We did in the pits, yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, the media guy. Yes. 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 yes, 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 the media guy, yeah, yeah, okay, no, no. It, no, 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 that was that was Max uh, Fierce. Oh, okay. yeah, that's Max. Yeah, um, but yeah, during the battle between Jake Wise and uh, Eugene Fagelman, uh, Fagelman was leading, and once they get into, I forget how the the course is laid out. Inner inner one or inner two? You have inner one and inner two right after inner one, inner two, and then yeah. outer zone. They're coming through outer zone number one, right? And then and then Eugene Fagelman. It looked like he had good speed, but Jake Wise comes right into the side of him and it's almost like bumper cars. And it looked like Jake pushed him off the track, like bullied him off the track. 
And then Jake just kept going. I'm like, wow. Like, he just kind of pushed him off the track and said, get out of my way and just kept going. And, and like, from my perspective, it was, it happened so fast that I actually missed it. And I right was in just front of like, us, too. Right. And, and I was just like, what's going on? Like, I'm looking at the display and I'm like, why is there a car like going off track mm-hmm. when there shouldn't be? And then it, uh, and then I kind of like recall like hearing what you were saying, that you're play by play. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. That yeah. escalated quickly. Yeah, so basically what happened, what ended up happening, we find out later, because Eugene got stuck in the middle, and then the crowd was awesome. They gave him some cheers. He got out of the car. It looked like his car was on fire for a second, but it wasn't. Um, they gave Jake Wise the win. Right. Uh, the, uh, well, and the initial onset... I mean, because- they gave Eugene Fagelman the win initially. Right, exactly. They gave him the win because they put Jake Wise at fault. Correct. For causing the, the collision or whatever, however you want to call it. Um, but then upon, it wasn't anything upon further review, like the judges no, didn't even was bother going, uh, coming up to us or anything like that. But afterwards, like I heard over the radio, they were like, oh, Eugene is saying this. And mm-hmm. like the judges were like confused and they're like, well, what's going on? And then all of a sudden you, I see Eugene. I don't know if you, I don't know if the, we got it on, on film or oh, I'm sorry, on the live stream, but. You see Eugene like running towards the the, the judges. Mm-hmm. We're like, what's going on? And then they're discussing and so on and so forth. But then it come to find out that Eugene went and admitted to the judges that his engine suffered a failure, mm-hmm. which turns out is the first engine failure huh. that we hear. Made me a liar. <laughs> that that we hear of throughout the whole uh, LS Fest events and uh, all of the LS Fest events that we've been to, the first engine failure that we hear of, and it just so happens that it failed right at that exact spot where that collision happened. Yeah. Oh, so, really? pr- uh, so Eugene wasn't able to uh, propel forward, mm-hmm. and because he decelerated, Jake Wise having no place else to go, mm-hmm. made contact with him and just pushed him off. Mm-hmm. Right. And then with that, the judges were like, oh, we, we need to overturn our decision. And then when uh, they gave Jake Wise the win for that. Yeah, yeah. Because Eugene was basically, listen, I blew my motor. The car shut off. I was slowing down. It was my fault. So that was pretty huge, right? He, that he, he did that, overturned the decision. And actually, um, Eugene Fagelman's car is uh, Rapper Dan Savage's old car. Oh, really? It's the same car. Yeah, it's oh, like okay. the, 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 the 240 <laughs> truck. Oh, two forty truck. Oh, yeah, the two forty green truck? is sicky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I thought you meant his uh, his three fifty Z. No, no, it's it's the um, the the sicky truck. He's on two forty, so that's that mm-hmm. vehicle rewrapped. Um, but yeah, I was telling everybody, oh, these all platforms they proved to be reliable power. Boom! Eugene blows his motor. I'm like, and I said that I was like, well, I guess he's making me a liar. But yeah, he showed his pictures like almost looked like your block. You know, as a hole, you could see you could see a dent in the oil pan where you could see the the rod. Oh, really? Didn't didn't pop a hole, but it pushed. It tried to pop out. Looked like a pimple. But yeah, that was pretty. That was a good. That was a good uh, show of sportsmanship, and um, they got him off the track, and it was a good battle. Uh, They think went one more time for first place between. um, uh, Well, there was there was uh two one more times, so there was uh, one set of one more times with Nate Hamilton and Grant Anderson. Yes, that's right. That was one more time there, and then on the final battle, there was a one more time between Nate Hamilton and Jake Wise. 
Yeah. Or Jack Davis. No, Jake Weiss. J- yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Those those two were and when they're battling, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm gonna screw this up. I know I called one person Jake and the other one Jack. I know that for sure. But uh yeah, um Jack Davis was doing a great job. He was doing a great job. And so was Jake Wise. Jake Wise was doing awesome. Nay Hamilton was on fire. There was a couple actually times Nay Hamilton messed up and I was like, oh, like where he straightened out, going from outer zone number one, outer zone number two, but it was the other drivers were always making more mistakes. But um, it was it was interesting. I mean, that's a fast track, right? They're really I don't know how fast they're getting up to speed on initiation, but it's just it's full throttle until you're until you're getting into outer zone number two, where you gotta let, kind of let the car coast a little bit, uh, throw it sideways, and then slow down momentum down, and then right. get back into it when you go through the sweeper. They were like averaging about uh, roughly like twenty seconds, like which was faster up. than the road course guys. It was funny. Oh, the road rough. course guys were doing the same layout. Of course, the the uh, their there's their clips and stuff were in different spots. But yeah, I think the fastest car that I saw go through there was at like twenty eight seconds. It was like some vet uh, gripping it. <laughs> Most of the guys were going through like around thirty four, thirty five seconds, and the drift cars were going just going yeah much oh, faster. God. That's- yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's uh, that was that was an interesting stat that I was just like, well, I mean, that, that that's pretty quick. Yeah, they're booking it. They're <laughs> that, moving. That 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 is pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but uh, Nate Nate Hamilton is just on a roll. I mean, every so far, and I think it's been like four events that he's mm. been to. He's been on the podium. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's a great, a great streak job. that he's on. Mm-hmm. Oh, and who is the other? Oh, I keep trying to remember his name. Jason with the RX-7, he's only been drifted for like eight months or so. They think they have in the Spirit of Drift Award yeah. at the oh, end of the night. Yeah, he, I remember. He, they basically, I mean, the guy was really cool. Yeah. And, and he came out and um, Jason, oh, I can't remember his last name, but uh, he was driving an RX-7 and he was doing a good job. He had like around 400 and something horsepower, not too much horsepower. And he said he was struggling with the vehicle or somewhat. And, and Nick was like, or no, was it Nick or Pat or one of them was like, do you want, you know, would you rather have coilovers or wheels? And he's thinking about it. And I told him, I was like, coilovers, man. <laughs> I mean, that's good. Cause he's like, what kind of coilovers are they brand new? He's like, no, I got them used. I was like, I looked at him. I was like, get the coilovers. That's going to be dude. That's going to do more for you than the wheels. Yeah. And then um, Nick was just like, yep, we're going to get you a custom set of coilovers. And I think BC's right. Was it BC's no, or was it, um, Fortune Autos. Fortune Autos, I think. I, I don't remember. I freak. I think it was Fortune Auto. I don't remember. I'm Either sorry. One. Either one. Yeah, they were going to get him custom set, spec for his vehicle. And um, and then Nick was like, listen, I'll get you in, Chuck, in, in, in touch with um, Kansai. Kansai. I can never say that right. Wheels. And uh, he was he was just so like, oh, man, that's so. He was just like, yeah. he, he was on cloud nine. It was, it was really cool to see that. Um, but all the drivers, right? You know, it, it kind of sucks there wasn't more drivers, but all the drivers were pretty cool, man. It, it was cool to see a lot of drivers. And the one Andrew, he freaking comes from West Palm. Oh, he, really? yeah, he was at um, he was at Vegas, Rivera? right? No, uh, no Rivera. Um, no, I can't remember the Salvage the Savage. Yeah, car. Yeah, he was. I think he was in Vegas. I think he said he was in Vegas. I know he was in Kentucky last year for sure. Yeah, I remember that. He came out to Texas, and he's going to be into Kentucky again. I'm like, dang, man. I was like, that's a drive, right? Um, but it, it was cool to see it. And there's one driver. I forget what his name was. He used to live in Coral Springs, and now he lives in Houston. Um, it was cool. I, I like. I, I think the 
my favorite thing about these events is meeting these drivers that we wouldn't get a chance to meet normally. And then see some drivers that we saw clutch kickers that would make the drive all the way to Florida and get yeah, to see them again, like right. Ben Hobson and stuff like that. So yeah, who else did we come across that used to do clutch kickers? I'm trying to remember now. Dwayne wasn't there, right? Who? Dwayne? Didn't no, no, actually, no, I wish no, I yeah. did see Dwayne. I wish he would have been out there. He's in Houston. I yeah, think. That's, yeah, that's yeah, that's like a four yeah. six hour drive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from where we were, but at. what's the guy with the um the the Camaro? I thought I was going to see there. Dirk, no, no, with the Camaro, he was Camaro, um, had a I blue think, Camaro. Oh, Camaro. He used to go to Clutch Kickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he uh, was friends with uh, with Dwayne. Oh, yeah, I forget. I forget yeah, his name. I forget his name. Anyhow, might be able to find it. Yeah. Anyways, it, it was fun. We had a good time. Um, I enjoyed Texas more. I enjoyed vegas maybe because the weather was nicer maybe that's why but i like the venue how it was more compact everything was like close i like the pits we got to hang out and in the pits were undercover we didn't have to be sitting in the sun all day long um we had to figure out a tent we had to get a tent we had to get stuff it was what was good what was good about vegas i was better than texas was that we were close to the sound man it made set up a little easier but what was good about um Vegas or good about Texas, we weren't right by the burnout box. So there were, you know, each each event had pros and cons. You know, each event had pros and cons. So it was um Javi Martinez, Zach Calvin, well. Um uh, Diane just texted me. Uh Ro- Robbie Baldridge. Yes, yes. Robbie Baldridge. Yes, who it was, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Robbie Bobby. Yeah. Um Zach Calvin wasn't there, but he does he live in Texas? No, Zach no. Calvin lives here. Yeah, he lives around here, right? Yeah, yeah. like Central oh. Florida area. Yeah. Javi Martinez did good. He did good. Um, I don't know. It was it was a good event. I look forward to next year. If we come back again, that'd be great. I'm telling you, that generator, though, that was just something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll say the highlight for me was um, watching Nate Hamilton win again. I thought that was really cool. You know, see him win again. Um, the Eugene... Doing what he did, like you know, helping the judges reverse that decision, and um, yeah, it was it was a great event. We had a good time. Paul, do you feel bad that uh, you didn't get to go, or yeah, are you yeah, are you thrilled uh, that you didn't have to deal with the stupid highways over there? Well, I would have been driving, but um, no, I wish I would have went. Uh, you know, I yeah, I just heard so many bad things. I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what could be worse than this heat? I'm like, yeah. I can't imagine what could be worse than this heat. So, well, I recommend it for those guys that want to go to that don't want to go all the way to Vegas. Go to Texas. It's a good time. It's a good time. But go to Kentucky. Definitely want to go to Kentucky. That's that is going to be the biggest one. I think they had almost eighty thousand or seventy something thousand people there last time. So it's insane. Um, that one you definitely want to go to. And then, um, of course, we have Formula Drift this weekend at OSW. Which hopefully doesn't rain tomorrow. I know it was raining a little bit today, and apparently they repaved the course. Well, they didn't really pave the course, but they repaved a couple of the issue areas that was reported on uh, Facebook. Which yeah, people were really, some people are really trashing OSW. I mean, you guys got to understand. I mean, OSW really doesn't charge much for drifting. Um, no. Uh, tracks do cost a lot to operate. Um, they're not a money maker. Um, no, so it is it's hard to keep a track up to the condition. Like you don't see many tracks in the condition of like uh, Freedom Fruit Factory. Factory. Yeah, well, Cletus and is actively. Cletus, well, I'm sure his Cletus's channel funds a lot of that yes. too. 
So, you know, Cletus is not just a track owner. He's also a YouTube celebrity. So that, that adds to it, mm-hmm. um, which where he can do a lot more to his track than, mm-hmm. you know, set yeah. other people can. Yeah. But most of the ovals out there, if they're pretty if, dirty. Yeah, and they're, they're pretty beat up and they're not well taken care of. Well, so like three palms and Punta Gorda was bad. Yeah. Like there was potholes in it, like big potholes in it. Yeah. And what's the, what's the, um, What's the other oval? That's Showtime. Showtime. I heard that's pretty beat up too. Mm, And I know um, what you've been called. Uh, There's an oval in um, uh, Lakeland. Lakeland. That where um, uh, their grand uh, Spiff was trying to do events there. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That 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 track was pretty beat up too. So a lot of these oval tracks have been oval tracks get beat up pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't make in the money, they're not gonna. Unfortunately, yeah. it's kind so, of, but I mean, it, it is what it is. But they were able to patch the hole that was posted, and they were able to fix a couple other issues that they were that they said they were they were working on. But unfortunately, this week has been very rainy, so mm-hmm. I guess they were trying to get it done before, and they mm-hmm. really weren't able to get it done. So well, that explains things. So yeah. then they can't run the layout that they originally wanted, right? They can't run the layout they originally wanted, I guess. Um, I'm not sure why. Maybe because there's an extra couple extra repairs that they couldn't make because of the rain. Um, I know they did repair the one section, but repair, I mean, it takes a while for asphalt to cure crop properly to where you can really drive on it or to where it'll be grippy. Right now, that's pretty much like an oil slick. Yeah, for, but well, I'm kind of... I'm actually kind of thankful. I mean, it's cool that they tried to to change the layout, but I'm just trying to think of like Von Gitt or Chelsea or or any of these guys trying to make two laps on that one tire. Well, that's basically, it, was, it was a it was a left tire that layout, fire. That layout is basically Irwindale, right? I mean, if I'm right, isn't it? Uh, kind if of. I think about it. Yeah, in essence, yeah. Well, th- well, if you actually look at it. Irwindale is a much bigger scale than OSW, yes, yeah. so if they could pull off a run two laps at Irwindale, I don't see why they can't mm. do something like that at OSW. I guess yeah, you're right. Because Irwindale yeah. bigger, and it's the same thing. It's a, uh, a sweeper to a chicane to sweeper crossover, right, and then drift out inside the center section, mm-hmm. but it's much bigger. You know? Okay, so I, I'm just... It was, it was just gonna be interesting, you know. It was they only had to change one tire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. They only have one tire to worry about. Yeah. But. All right. Um, one final question for you guys, and uh, I think, well, Paul, you could you could chime in, but I think. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So as we do this announcing, obviously we. We've run into the issue before of having to remind people we are not the judges, right? Okay. We've right. had to like tell them like, look, like this is how we feel, but and and we kind of learned from it, and we kind of like said to ourselves like, let's we need to adjust the way how we convey the information so that way people don't uh, feel like we're the ones making the decisions or swaying the judges, right? Exactly. So. My question is uh, that where I'm leading up to is that obviously we have an opinion on how the runs uh, go. So then where do we sort of draw the line as to how we uh, where we 
agree or disagree with the judges. Mm-hmm. And so how do we how how do we carefully navigate our I guess you could say our opinion towards uh, a run that perhaps we feel is uh, opposing to what uh, the judges decided upon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I look at this. I am. I kind of got an idea why you asked this question. But when we're primary focus when I'm when we're announcing it, in my opinion, is to one educate the audience and new fans. I, I care more about trying to communicate um, information regarding how ju- the judging is is going and, and what the judge is looking for and some of the terminology, which is going to make it probably ridiculous and boring for those people that have been in drifting to hear that. Hopefully, uh, they don't get frustrated. And hopefully, those people that are watching understand why I do that because we want to educate the new fans and maybe people that aren't used to watching um, a drift competition and understanding how it works or just key terms or what you know, with drifting, you know, e-brake, left foot brake, or anything, initiation, all these different terms that somebody may not be familiar with. Um, two, I focus on uh, trying to help the drivers connect with the fans. That's why I like these Dill backstories, right? Now, aside from that, where does it get to the point where uh, maybe what we see um, conflicts? I don't think I really do that. And in, in, in when even when I look at a run and I'm like, hmm, it didn't look that way to me. I know that the judges are you almost always at a different vantage point. Mm-hmm. So vantage point is huge. As I mentioned before, when we were at Texas, I was watching the runs right in front of us. And, and a lot of times it looked like they're on each other's bumper. Then when I would look at the drone, I'm like, ooh, they were like a car and a half apart. So a lot of times I'll be like listening to myself after because I'll watch it and I'll listen to it. And I'm like, oh, he's on his back bumper. And I'm, and I'm watching the replay. I'm like, no, he wasn't. That's, <laughs> why did I even say that? Right. <laughs> You're right. But, but it's the vantage point that I'm looking at. Right. So taking that into context, understanding that vantage point is everything when it comes to drifting. I think the times when I may question what the judge's call was and maybe didn't feel like it should have gone one more time or thought another driver should have. Of, of one, then I kind of remember these things, right? Okay, it's a different vantage point. Um, I'm going to trust that the three of them are analyzing the run more than I am. So basically, for me, I just, I trust the judges, right? And I know the judges, and I know they're going to make the call. I know the, all those judges, they could, it doesn't matter. They don't have, there's no hidden motive, right, to be favorited for somebody else. There have been times where I know the three judges like some like are closer with somebody else and they give them a loss like like they give anybody else a loss. So all that being said, I don't think as an announcer, I think it is wrong to input your opinion on um, on a run. I don't think an announcer's job is to announce. Announcer's job is not to be entertainment. People are not there to hear your opinion. They're not there for your entertainment. So I think as an announcer, you're not the show. So if you can take that and if you can understand that and you can go into an event and announce event understanding like this, this isn't about me. But I think there are announcers out there that want to make it about them and want to. It's one thing to try to entertain, be entertaining for the for the audience and for the people on live stream. But I think you need to sit back and say, listen, this isn't about me. This is about the drivers. People aren't coming to see me announce. People are coming to see the drivers and watch drifting. And that's the mindset I think an announcer, especially in drifting or any motorsport, needs to take. They are on the backseat 
right? They're in a back burner. They are not the show. So as an announcer, putting your input in, I think, is unprofessional. That's my opinion. Right. Um, like my takeaway from it is that, and I guess sort of like from past experiences is that I feel like I fall into sort of like a, um, like I I put myself in a corner in the sense that if I feel like, okay, I'm seeing certain mistakes and I'm sort of saying like, Hey, like this driver is like making more mistakes than the other. Mm -hmm. But then as I'm calling it out and reviewing it, but then all of a sudden the, the, the decision goes a different way. Mm -hmm then I feel like I sort of backed myself up in a corner because I'm seeing mistakes that from one driver, but then maybe not necessarily noticing the mistakes on the, on the other driver's part right. that the judges are picking up on. And then next thing you know, like the audience is probably like, well, how is it that this guy is saying and pointing out all these mistakes that this other guy was exactly. doing and not pointing out the this other person, but then the other this other person won. Right. And... So, like, I feel like it's trying to find that sort of trying to, like, navigate through that fine line between, like, you're calling it as it is. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, trying to sort of um, notice all, the, all of the details. So that way then the audience have a, have, like, a sense of, like, okay, well, this is this is why... The judges sort of like went this direction mm-hmm. because the judges aren't on the microphone, right? The only time the judges are on the microphone is that like if there's a particular call that's many people well, feel that's like, like clutch kickers, right? Like many people feel like it may Formula be controversial mm-hmm. or or there's an uh, audible groan mm-hmm. towards uh, the the decision, and obviously that requires a judge or a judge to come over and try to like explain it the best way that they can, mm-hmm. even though that may not necessarily. Uh, uh, you know, cool down the you know the flames or right, however right. you want to call it that. But I think of responsibility for an announcer is sort of, and it's a tricky one because you have to sort of be like, okay, well, you're not only having to take in the judging criteria that was set forth by the judges mm-hmm. and interpret it in a way where the people can understand it, mm-hmm. then at the same time, sort of in essence, kind of judge it, but not necessarily judge it. Mm-hmm. Try to point out the flaws. Right. So that way then, like, when the decision is made, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, these flaws were pointed out. Right. And this is why, like, it's a natural decision that this individual won. Yeah. But then when it doesn't go the the right way that you expect that it's like, uh, did I screw up or did I say something that I shouldn't have? Mm-hmm. Or do I need to bring in a judge to sort of, like, further clarify it? Yeah. I think when it comes to announcing and working with the judges, like I said before, I don't think as an announcer you should um, try to put your – are you putting some input, like pointing out mistakes? But I think as an announcer, the best way to attack that is you know, ask the audience, who do you think won, right? Engage the audience. Let them come with the you know whatever they want one more time, right? It's more about engagement with the audience more than inputting your opinion. As far as what you're saying, like, oh, you think somebody else won and the judges went the other way, and causing you to like question yourself. I, I don't, I don't, I don't ever do that. And the reason why is because ninety percent of the time we are not looking at the same vantage point. And you know, like, like I said, vantage point is key. And yeah. watching 
two cars at the same time, you could see somebody make a mistake that takes your eye off the other car because you're watching their mistake at the same time. Exactly. The other car may, may have made a mistake that caused that car to make a mistake. Taking that into consideration, it's a judged sport. Anytime you get into a judge sport, there's going to be these gray areas, mm-hmm. right? Where like, oh, he made this mistake here. And, and, and even when they put like the drift box on things, right? People were learning how to fool the drift box to get higher scores, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. They were learning how to, how to work the system. So even a drift box isn't, uh, is gonna, isn't going to be a hundred percent perfect, right? Because it can be, it could be figured out what the algorithm is and the drivers just need to figure out what they need to, to do, how it. to exploit it. Exactly. So that being said, um, I don't, if I, if I think a run shouldn't have gone one more time or should have gone the other way, I kind of keep it to myself. And if it's really bugs me, I'll ask the judges later. Say, hey, you know, I, I don't know about that call. Tell me what happened. And nine times out of 10, they'll explain it. And then it, it, I was like, okay, or I'll watch it in, in a replay. Now, I'm not saying that happens every time. I think there have been some runs in the past that I was like, I, I don't get it. Right. Uh, and, and, and I think sometimes as a judge, there's going to be calls that you probably wish you could have taken back. Right. Oh, it's, that, it's that human element. Right. It's a human error element that is, is going to be a part of drifting as long as it's a judged event and it's it's a necessary evil. But it makes judging it make not judging, but it makes the event, I think, also exciting because it's it's like this uh, moment of like uncertainty. Right where you're waiting for the judges to make the call. Yeah. So that anticipation, I think, is a good thing when it comes to drifting. But as an announcer, I don't think an announcer should be like, "No, man, I didn't see that. That doesn't make any sense to call. I need somebody to explain that to me." Oh, blah blah blah. I I don't <laughs> think that's something. I think that's very unprofessional, and I I don't. I mean, unless, but if that's the style of announcing somebody wants to have and just have like a yo bro kind of thing, hey, that's that's on them. But for me, I think. If you want to keep it professional, um, you need to not focus on yourself. It's not about you. It's about the drivers and it's about the fans. And if you can, I think if you can accomplish those two things, you may not be the most, you know what I'm saying, it may not be the most popular, but I think you're, you're doing a good job educating, making sure the sponsors are being announced, making sure the drivers are being connected with the fans, and make sure the fans are being educated. Those are the three things I think you need to focus on. All right. Well, with that said, uh, Paul, you got any anything to add? Uh, he's tired. Asleep. He's falling asleep. Yeah, he he's out. Been up since well, early in the morning. Well, so. that's dumb. You should have woke up later. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of people on vacation, so I had to be. Oh, you should the, go on vacation. Yeah, that's what I need. I need yeah, you should have gone to Texas, pal. Need a good vacation. Yeah. Anyways, deep in the heart of Texas. Texas. So we'll do this. Uh, are we two we weeks? Made, two, okay, so we're we'll back on normal schedule. Yeah. Until September. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll probably by then talk about uh, Formula Drift Orlando. Whether yeah, U.S. Drift Circuit too, you're going to be going there. Yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah hopefully everything goes. Well. I may go. I may go out with you, so we'll see. See how that goes. We'll get to root on uh, Gabby J. Yeah, root on Gabby J. Maybe U.S. Drift Circuit will decide to follow us again instead of un- oh. and unfollowing <laughs> us. You know, you know. Oh I don't know if it was Chris that did it, but they they unfollowed us. Like, yeah, that's not cool. Uh, well, not cool, man. That's not cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 uh, I don't wonder who made that executive decision to unfollow us. Well, oh boy. Okay. Well, whatever. In that case, uh, well, LS Fest follows us. Holly, Holly follows us. Do they? Yeah. Oh, I'm they sorry. comment on our. They 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 like our stuff when we post it and stuff. Oh, so. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Well, mm-hmm. we, we, maybe we'll get answers uh, next week. Yeah. We'll Let me get know. Answers. Maybe. Yeah. Probably we'll, not. We'll see how that goes. But <laughs> in any case, uh, guys, we want to uh, thank everyone for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate uh, those of you who follow along with us throughout uh, these past three, four, this past month, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from the two events on the live streams and uh, for being a part of it, providing feedback and, um, and we back to our regular schedule and we uh, hope to see you uh, two weeks from now. So hopefully with the guest, maybe we'll find somebody to come on. Yeah. We'll wrangle somebody. Uh, hmm. so maybe Gabby J or something. Maybe else. somebody, yeah, eh, somebody <laughs> important. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, uh, take care and uh, good night. Good night.